<laughs> Better Business Buffy. Better Business Buffy. Uh, or um, Bitches, Buffies, and Boobs. 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 Yeah. yeah. Bitches, Buffy. Well, Faith isn't here yet. Well, no, but they're Charisma Carpenter, though. Oh, yeah. Boobs. Those, yes. Yeah. Those so, are uh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and yeah. Rubio Lamort. She's good. Yeah. It's... What? <laughs> <laughs> I rest my Were case. Were you saying words? <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly. <laughs> Were you saying words that did not involve boobs? Because I wasn't paying attention I, yes, to that. Yes, I did. Yes. No. <laughs> probably shouldn't be so hard on Xander. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do say that we don't like in others what we most don't like about ourselves. <laughs> I, w- I would never do a love spell. <laughs> Freud's Jesus. off to the side saying, you're having booby issues. You're having booby issues. <laughs> well, yeah, because he has the boobies and yeah. then he like betrays the boobies. That's true. Instead of just trying to win her back like a normal person. It works, though. Yeah, that's true. It does work. Because Xander doesn't suffer a lot of consequences, so. Yeah. Well, and Cordy's kind of just that cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, she just wants it to be all all about her. I certainly would not cheat on her. That's for damn sure. No, but yeah, Cordy just wants it to be all about her. And so, you know, if, as long as the love spell was about her. Right. She's fine with it. Absolutely. It's like, the perfect thing. An angel it's the over perfect over. thing to win Cordy back. Yeah. It's just like when Angel gave it like she Angel did all kinds of shit to her up until you know, he finally gave away her clothes. And that was it. In Angel. That was and it. That was it. <laughs> and the way he gets her back is to buy her new clothes. Absolutely. It's not hard. Which is why you should never cheat on somebody like Cordy. Yes. <laughs> because it's I mean, it's it's easy to make somebody like Cordy happy. Yeah. Or maybe you should just not cheat in general and yeah, actually no be shit, honest right? with your significant other. God and, damn it. Uh, you know, Fuckers. like actually open your mouth and say, because if you're going to risk as much as as you are when you hurt somebody with cheating, mm-hmm. or if you're going to risk your whole life in your relationship by cheating, mm-hmm. um, maybe you should go ahead and take that emotional risk before you cheat. <laughs> right. And say, hey, thinking about sleeping with another person. <laughs> right. How would you feel about that? <laughs> yes. How, and then... Honestly, once it's out in the open, the naughtiness goes away, and then you probably don't feel like cheating anymore. Yes, because there's a very good chance that the person you're cheating with is just you know, the glue that's holding you together is the naughtiness. Right, because, right, I mean, take away the naughtiness, and it's, it's shitty sex with somebody who doesn't know anything where anything is. Yeah, I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. <laughs> but, you know, it, it comes up in the future. Yeah. Which is probably where this will go. Is yeah, I imagine you're going to scoop yeah. up this part and like drop Pretty it later much, in the episode. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Gonna, um, <laughs> or I'll just put it ahead of one of the other episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should yeah. we, do we start for real? Yeah, let's go ahead and start for real. All right. <laughs> Hello, gentle listeners. Welcome to the Diogenes Club podcast of Buffy, Slayer of the Vampires. There are spoilers ahead and swears ahead, so if those aren't your thing, please turn off the podcast. This time, we'll be discussing Buffy, Season 2, Episode 16, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, wherein Xander triggers a love spell that promptly goes awry. There is the Buffy Rat and Jenny Calendar, Drusilla and Joyce, laughter-induced hernias are had by all, but alert, we are in the Buffyverse, so the hilarity of this episode means that the next one will rip out your heart and feed it to you while it's still beating. <laughs> yes. <pretty laughs> yeah. <much. laughs> but in a way we don't mind. In a beautiful way. Yes, yes. it is. But it's going to be fucking sad. Yeah. Next episode, Passion, <laughs> is 
it's I'm pro- I might ruffle some feathers saying this, but it is my favorite Buffy episode. It's a fantastic episode. It is by far mm-hmm. like everything about it from beginning to end. There are better executed episodes. There are better ri- better written episodes. There's even better acted episodes. Yep. But this is a complete package. Is my favorite yep. Buffy. And Not this... the one we're doing. This one is. This one's really good. But passion. I'm looking well, forward to that. Well, and this one sets passion up perfectly oh, it's yeah. funny as shit so it actually gives us i mean this is this is the perfect setup uh if you're streaming the show almost like I mean, perhaps they envisioned one day that people would stream shows oh, yeah. and, and well, binge am... watch shows because it, it really it gives you the comic relief that this show is so good at mm-hmm. but it gives it to you for a full episode setting you up and this will happen over and over and over again in the buffy verse and the angel verse which i kind of still consider buffy verse but whatever mm-hmm. uh where you get a really 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 funny episode Smile time. And then the next episode <laughs> rips out your heart and feeds it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I, see, I imagine they actually did anticipate binge watching because I bet as busy as Joss was doing all the different things he always did, that he basically just had to go like record everything on his VCR. Yeah. And just binge watch what he could. When, when he was he writing could. the episode, I'm sure they just flowed one, one by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, but this one sets up passion so well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it gets everybody in their correct places. It gets, mm-hmm. you know, it fakes you out with all the humor. Yeah. <laughs> and then you watch passion and it just devastates you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, well, I guess, as always, uh, I am Jen and this is Snart. Or Michelle. <laughs> we are the sisters Tucket. Yeah. Uh, and Oh, and the title of this episode, uh, by the way, comes from the rather naughty song of the same name. Uh, if you haven't heard the Ella Fitzgerald version, it is fabulous. I'll have a, a little player on our website, www.diagenesclubpodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're not going to our website, if you're just listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, go to our website. It's pretty cool. It's really go- cool. Like, we put a lot of work into it. We've got a couple blogs going on. Um, mm-hmm. You should invest some time into going there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and a list of the order in which we will be taking the episodes all the way through the Buffy and the Angel uh, yes. series. Yeah. Jen put that together on her blog. It's quite impressive. Oof. It took a while, man. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm still conflicted. It's going to move around and shuffle mm-hmm. around a little bit. But that's, yeah. it's the rough draft of uh, our episode order. So if you see anything, a glaring mistake, please let me know. Yes. And I'll, in, I'll see if something fits somewhere else instead. <laughs> in comments or email, or we have a contact form. There's all kinds of ways to get in touch with us. Yep. And we do have some lovely comments up there already. Yay. 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 Um, and as long as we're talking, I guess, business, uh, we're still trying to meet our little goal, stretch goal of uh, 10 reviews on iTunes. Yeah. So Snard yeah. can humiliate herself properly. I will. I will <laughs> do it so hard. Um, but yeah, the, the more reviews we get, the more things we will give you as extras and you can give us feedback on what you'd like. Uh, the first one will be Night in Bangkok by Murray Head, brother of Tony Head, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Giles, uh, but as performed by me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And I hope you are, too. Um, yeah, so get those who... <laughs> reviews up so we can humiliate my yes, sister. <laughs> please. And people who have actually seen me perform this at karaoke and stuff, they're, they're more stoked than anybody. For me to do this, so please, well, they should please, they please should please listen review. to the damn show and put some reviews up. What are <laughs> they doing? I don't. Know. What are they doing with their spare time? Well, one of them is running like a whole business empire. <laughs> oh, so. please! Everybody has time to listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Evil oh. geniuses can listen to podcasts too. I'll let her know. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get started? Yes, let's dive right in. We open in the cemetery. Xander is showing Buffy a necklace he got for Cordelia. It has a heart on it. 
kind of is a heart, really. You know, metaphor alert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buffy wonders if Cordy knows what a heart is. And Xander, so good for him, wonders when they're going to stop giving him shit for dating Cordelia. Because she's a fucking catch, you guys. Yes. Although, when were they going to give Buffy, stop giving Buffy shit? Well, that's exactly the for thing. For dating Angel. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, that's yeah. exactly the thing. Like, like is this revenge? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, I think that I would probably go ahead and, and take the gloves off at a certain point. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm more petty than some people. A <laughs> uh, <laughs> little swashy. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swashy meaning petty. If you've watched Firefly, you get <laughs> yeah. Well, because there has to be some kind of external reason for this. Because when is the last time you can remember Cordy being a bitch? Like like a real... Yes. She does, I mean, she doesn't take shit. But that's not the same thing at all. She's self-centered, absolutely. But, I mean, as I've been pointing out, ad nauseum, so are all these dorks, you know? Because they're yeah. teenagers. So everybody's yeah, self-centered. And, I mean, it has to be something external. Well, Cordy Buffy, has been fine. Buffy is wearing a red coat. She sure like, red. She is wearing a red like, coat. A little red riding hood kind of red yeah, coat. Yeah, she like. is. And she we see her wearing a red coat a couple times, one of them being helpless, mm-hmm. uh, which is the actual li- little, little red, red riding, riding hood, hood yes. story. Um but yeah, Buffy doesn't wear a red coat very often. And the first thing we see is this heart hanging in front of her mm-hmm. and then her in a red coat, and it's her heart showing her her heart, showing her his heart and saying, I'm yes. going to give it to your shadow self, and she's like Pfft. Yeah. Um so <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, as, and as we've discussed, when the Slayer wears red, it weakens she's weak. her. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's she been weakened. She is weakened. She's hurting. Um, and then we see both of her shadow selves in red for most of the rest of the episode after this. Yep. And we're including Drusilla in there, of course. Because yes. Drew, Drew is definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drew, Drew is big time. <laughs> as, is, as is made explicit. Very um, much so. <laughs> so, you know, we're just seeing, and, and as she should be, she's coming out of some major hurt. You know, oh, yeah. and this episode is her trying to deal with that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, she gets to feel that way. And I think <laughs> she gets to be a little petty in the face of love. Absolutely. She's, if we see her little speech about Valentine's Day later, she's <laughs> feeling the bitter. Yeah, um, so, and, of course, she would also accuse her shadow self of not having a heart. Yeah, and, and, we, and we get the contrast as well. Because, you know, Buffy's in the, um, I'm not in a relationship, so all relationships can burn in hell, fuck you, kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, where Willow is in a relationship, she's like, everybody should be in a relationship. Yay! <laughs> <It's very true. laughs> and don't we all have that friend? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We do. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't, but I had before. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Buffy sort of apologizes for giving him shit, and uh, but then she he, she says that he could find someone more. She doesn't finish what she means, but uh, but it would be nice if she did. I mean, more what, Buffy? Willow has boyfriends, so more willowy isn't going to work. Um, yeah. she more you? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, not that. I mean, she doesn't want that. Yeah, no, she more doesn't want that. Something. It should, I, mean, I mean, she opts. She eventually opts for thinking he could find somebody better. Um, whatever, Buffy. I'm just gonna, yeah. <laughs> just gonna put that in the whatever. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, it's just she's bitter. yeah. Buffy just hates yeah. the world, uh-huh. which she's totally entitled to. I understand that. <laughs> uh, he says that uh, this the, is better than the. It was a great love. <laughs> it's a miraculous. Love. Yeah, the, the next time Buffy has her heart broken, it doesn't go quite so well. <laughs> I prefer bitter snarky Slayer. I too. love bitter snarky Buffy. She is my favorite. <laughs> my favorite Buffy. Give zero fucks Buffy. I love. Yes. <laughs> um, he says 
the only other person he's interested in, meaning Buffy, isn't so much into him. And, you know, I'm I'm really happy that he didn't do the self-pity thing where he says that Cordy is the only one interested in him. It's a subtle difference, but an important one. Yes. Because he is most definitely not saying, well, she's the only one who's available. Oh, yeah. You know, he likes yeah. Cordy for Cordy's sake, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. And uh, we also have to remember that he likes Buffy for the course of the episode. Mm-hmm. For it to make sense. Exactly. So, yeah. They have to remind just, us. Yeah. We didn't... He doesn't have to say that. He, they just need to remind the audience. Right. Right. You know, might have been a few episodes since we, you know... And because he's with Cordy, we could also assume, because for some reason people do this, they assume because you're in another relationship, you can't still have feelings for somebody else. Right. Right. And and you can't... It doesn't... Yeah. It, it doesn't, doesn't diminish the relationship away. if you still love somebody else and you can't yeah. be with them. It's... Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it doesn't just suddenly go away. Your right. attraction to somebody else because you're in a relationship. And uh, and if you're... If you are in a relationship um, where the other person is expecting you not to have... Uh, not to refer to or acknowledge or have feelings for a previous love, that's not healthy yeah. at all. Don't, don't be in those relationships. Don't be with somebody who expects to be... The only person you've ever loved ever, if you had a life, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's unhealthy. That's unhealthy as shit. Yeah. Um, or even expect you to never be attracted to anybody else. Right. Yeah. Because, right. yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're, we're all human. I mean, yeah. don't, don't do anything about the attraction. No. Yes. But <laughs> as we will discuss ad nauseum yes. multiple times in, a, in the coming in season. In a few episodes. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Um, at this point, unfortunately, it kind of comes off for a second as Xander saying that he dropped Cordelia to be with Buffy or that it's Buffy's fault he's dating Cordelia because she herself isn't interested. But Buffy did start this shit, so I'm going to give Xander quite a bit of leeway right here. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> well, she's courted him and she's grilling him on Cordy. So, yes. You know. Well, and something I like about Buffy and Xander when they're alone is mm-hmm. that they they kind of started this a few episodes ago, or maybe even last episode. Um, but... The two of them, when they're together, they don't have niceties between them. They right. don't worry about being polite to each other. They they're, just They've got the bro are. kind of relationship. Yeah, which they I do. Enjoy. They have the bro yeah. relationship where they can go ahead and just say whatever they mean. Yeah. And, and the and other I, person takes it the way it was meant. And I, and I love platonic heterosexual relationships. Me in, too. In movies, TV, fiction, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I love them. I mean, it looks like the relationships that I have with my guy friends, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, where there's no hint of anything romantic going on. I mean, obviously, in my case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but and it's uh, the relationship that, that a woman can have with a, a man if there's no sex and no mm-hmm. chemistry involved that way is fantastic. I mean, oh, yeah. great relationships. Well, really, and, really fun. And part of that openness would be admitting, I'm still attracted to you. I know it's not going to go anywhere. Right. So that's just, that has to be out in the open, though. For the right. relationship to continue, otherwise it turns into this weird will they won't they thing in somebody's head, and it just yeah, it's bad. I'm not a fan of the will they won't they. No, and again, it, that feels naughty. <laughs> yeah. Careful with that naughty yeah. thing. That's where you get everything out. Yep. <laughs> um, so he says that his uh, relationship is actually going pretty well, and they're to the point that they can sit together in a comfortable silence. And he says it was dull and. Man, I, I'm I'm all Team Xander at the beginning of this episode because people say that comfortable silence is great. And I've been in relationships <laughs> where I've had that going on. But I need a book or something because just sitting there in any situation is extremely fucking dull. Oh God, thank God for cell phones. I mean, <laughs> I a lot know. of people, they're like, well, those two people are out. And they're just playing on their cell phones. There's nothing fun going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Just do your relationship the way you want to do it, you know. I actually like hanging out with people and showing each other cool stuff that you find yeah. online. Yeah, because you know? you're looking like up shit. Fun. You're like, look at this cool thing I found. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, Buffy says she's almost glad that they're getting along. And this is why I'm starting to think it's like a revenge thing God, <laughs> for so, Xander well, not liking Angel. Yeah. Um, because, <laughs> I mean, it didn't feel good when Xander hated her boyfriend. So 
so why is she doing this to her friend? I mean, we know that Buffy does have a bit of a vindictive streak to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm thinking it might be that. I, well, it could be vindictive. It's also, we're going to see throughout at least part of this episode that Xander is shadowing Angelus. Absolutely. And I think <laughs> that, you know, just like we were saying a minute ago, what you don't like in somebody else, typically you have in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, if there's something that drives you crazy about somebody else, will you go look in a mirror before you start real judging them? <laughs> like, we've all got problems. It's true. Especially in this day and age when there's so much animosity that can so easily uh-huh. happen because we're all a little triggery. Um, you know, are, like, yeah. Are you projecting or not should be exactly. the question that you ask yeah. yourself. Because there and, are some things that are not okay. Yeah. And, and use Buffy as an example here. Buffy mm-hmm. will project a lot through this series <laughs> yes. and just stop and be like, okay, wait, am I being Buffy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I projecting? And then evaluate, okay, I'm not. I actually yeah, am going like to hate this Yeah, like this actually seems, right. you know. <laughs> this you, is actually an issue. You can kind of tell when you get stuck on something you're not. And so I think... You know, we know that Xander has a lot of issues, and I think he has a lot of projecting issues. And we actually even see that every time. Well, he's he talks Buffy's about, heart, of course he does. Well, yeah, of course he does. <laughs> but every time he talks about how a relationship can go wrong, he starts telling the story that eventually he tells himself about Anya and himself. Yeah. So, oh yeah, like he's you know he's going to be sitting on the couch watching TV while she's working. Yeah, right, like absolutely. an angel's got a big blood belly and uh-huh. stuff like that. So <laughs> he's got a lot of issues where he doesn't like something about Angel, and we don't see that in Ripper. Giles, mm-hmm. you know, and Giles Ripper can recognize everything about Angel Angelus, mm-hmm. but they're okay because he's come to terms with his shadow right. self. Um, Xander hasn't come to terms with his shadow. Yeah, because he's a teenage boy and yeah. there's no introspection if you're a teenage anything. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, especially a Xander. Right. Um, <laughs> right. He's, a, he's not like the sensitive Oz kind of person. You know? No, no, he's not. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think a lot of the things that Xander didn't like about Angel, he's actually seeing about himself. Yep. And we could even have some of that going on with between Buffy and Cordy. Yep. So, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and mirror that. Absolutely. And it's just, <laughs> I, I think it's just a straight up mirroring. And I think Buffy's expressing it because, well, she's hurting. And please don't show me the jewelry you're going to give to your your That's girlfriend a- on Valentine's Day when I'm sitting here in a red coat with a broken heart <laughs> and my boyfriend's trying to try and kill me. That's a very good point. That's an excellent point right there. Because yeah. this is exactly what Willow did to Buffy with, I don't want to be the only girl who hasn't having a boyfriend. Really? Which continues the pattern of Buffy's friends being completely insensitive to her. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think uh, you know, all that shadow self being in play is significant as far as story. And just on a character note, she's like, go away. <laughs> Stop it. Why are you even Why did you follow me to the cemetery (laughs) to show me the stupid heart thing? I know you're my heart. I know. Can Mm -hmm. you just not wave that in my face right now? Yeah. (laughs) And notice, I don't think Buffy communicates with Cordelia at all this entire episode. I don't think she does either. No, I think they're completely separate. So it's, she has her idea of Cordelia and we never bother showing her the reality of Cordelia because that's not important to the movement of the plot. Right. And it's not, and I mean, this is, it's the Buffy verse. Mm-hmm. And Buffy doesn't see stuff she doesn't want to say. You know, yep. <laughs> like she's not. Gonna, she will just look away anyway. Cordy yep. could walk up being all awesome, and she would just turn her head. <laughs> she would not look at Cordy. So it saved us that scene at uh-huh. least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 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 I mean, like we were saying, good on her for communicating with Xander at all because Buffy and communication usually don't don't go together very well. Mm-hmm. And um, we know she helps Xander get dressed for the dance. So yeah, she, she's cute. She's fine with it. Yeah, and uh, and I mean, and she she's not. 
really articulating why she thinks that, that Xander and Cordy should be together. But she is trying to communicate, and that is great. That is yes, progress. Good is. for you, Buffy. You know, because the next step from this, if Xander had actually said, oh, really, why do you feel that way? If he'd actually pushed, yeah, um, as teenagers won't. But if he'd yeah. actually pushed, right. like Giles does later. Right. We could have actually gotten down to, I'm really hurting because this is Valentine's right. Day and I was going to spend it with well, Angel and it sucks. Well, with Buffy, she might have just been like, I'm fine. That's true. <laughs> but you never know. And punched him, give him the Slayer hello, boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Sometimes you yeah. can get buff- Buffy You just have to catch her in a weak up. moment and she'll oh. tell you everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she tells him not to stress over the necklace, though. He jokes about how uh, his Valentine's gifts usually find himself at the wrong end of the restraining order. Um, and- Heartfelt restraining. I know, I love that. <laughs> Damn it. See, he's being all likable and relatable, so you know he's going to do something utterly shitty in a while. <laughs> yes. Um, Buffy, sincerely, and like with pain, because she wishes that Angel was there giving her a gift, mm-hmm. tells him that Cordy will love it. Uh, he wishes dating could be more like slaying, and he should really, you know, break the comfortable silence and ask his girlfriend about that, because she is the slayer of dating. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> And, or uh, uh, or um, maybe he doesn't want dating to be like slaying either, because just then a vampire pops out of a fresh grave and tries to eat him. <laughs> and it's not easy for him. No. <laughs> it is easy for Buffy, though. She's got it handled. And after a quick fight, stakes the vamp very nicely. She helps Xander up, thus restoring the status quo in their relationship after it got all wonky in the last episode, and uh, tells him that slaying is still a tad more hazardous than dating. Xander points out that he's dating Cordelia, so maybe that doesn't apply. And considering where Buffy's uh, dating has taken her and will continue to take her, I don't think she should be making that claim either. (laughs) (laughs) Buffy, your dating gets people killed, man. (laughs) Bleeding terrible taste. Tragic. Oh, yeah, sorry. Bleeding Bleeding tragic. tragic taste in men. It's true. (laughs) At school, Cordelia is getting shunned by her crew of mean girls. Looks like they've had a little coup d'etat, and Cordy's not in charge anymore. They give oh, and her... she's wearing, like, beige. Yeah. That's not usual for Cordy. No. Because beige is kind of our blending in color. Yeah, she's try- well, she's yeah. Try- totally trying to blend in with her girls, you know. Yeah, beige is the end, and this is going to be in one of my color pod... Yeah, my color blogs when I get a chance. Um, but yeah, beige is the color of don't look over here. Yep. And that's very unusual for Cordy, because she's usually like, look at me. Oh, yeah. And she's trying to... Well, she's trying to stay closeted about Xander. Is what she's trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they know though. They give her shit about dating Xander, and Cordy is not happy. In class, the English teacher and yes, I'm making assumptions because um, the adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn are written right on the board behind her. Uh, tells them that if they don't hand in a paper, they get an F. And Xander is excited for his D minus. <laughs> and I and honestly, it is better to hand in a piece of paper with just your name at the top and the rest blank to get an F than it is to get a zero. Yep. <laughs> F is <True> story. 50%. <laughs> zero is zero percent. Yes. Big difference. Um, they run into Amy, who asks if they'll be attending the Valentine's Day dance at the Bronze. Willow, with Buffy's permission, announces, barely able to contain herself, that her boyfriend is in the band. Uh, Amy asks Buffy uh, if she'll be going, and hearing Buffy's small rant on the commercialization of Valentine's Day uh, concludes correctly that she had a bad breakup. And Buffy's wearing velvet. Yes, she is. If you listen to my little velvet speech. (laughs) She is soft and squishy and vulnerable. She is. She's not doing so hot. (laughs) No. And uh, Buffy emphasizes how very not wrong Amy is. (laughs) (laughs) They 
bonded. It was adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone hands in their papers, except that Amy does the Jedi mind trick on the teacher instead. The teacher even grabs the invisible paper out of midair. So I'm thinking this is a glamour, perhaps? Oh, totally. And there is both Xander and the teacher wearing red. So in this case, it probably means awareness. Ah. In this one scene where they're both, you know, like we also see that Xander's in danger. Mm-hmm. coming up so and also dangerous little, yeah and dangerous so the red is functioning for him in a few different ways but yeah, well, for the yeah, teacher is well, just showing that something that she's important to pay attention to yeah yeah like, well, and also the, the teacher has been acted upon has been mm-hmm. had a spell cast on her oh, and yeah. is in danger that way which is in who knows what happens on a hell mouth no if shit you have like even something that benign which i mean let's let's face it we'd all do it if we could um well yeah yeah <laughs> But, like, something that benign could turn into her not seeing all kinds of things. Yes. Um, later on. So we don't Witchcraft know what happens is to this teacher. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and Amy should know better. Yeah. She sure should. Girlfriend. Well, other people in the cast should as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, but Amy's intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Amy is very smart. Yes. And, yeah, but, you know, witchcraft is hard to turn down, man. Mm-hmm. It is. It's kind of like cocaine. And, and you get a girlfriend out of it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I should do magic. <laughs> apparently Pagans. one just shows up all of a sudden. Yeah. Pagans, <laughs> email us at info at diagenescodepodcast.com. Sure. <laughs> Techno-pagans especially Techno-pagans. may apply. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you're anything like Jenny Calendar, please give me a call. <laughs> Don't even care if you're a double Asian. We're yeah. for <laughs> No, probably yeah. not. I don't care. No. Why would I give a shit We're about that? We're a very accepting That's... family. You yeah. could be like XKGB. We'd be like, yeah, sure. You want cool. vodka or, or whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> you... How many people did you kill? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I have no moral issue with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as we'll discuss, we get the person of interest. <laughs> uh, Willow, all flush with her first actual boyfriend, is doing that thing where she can't imagine anyone in, else in the world being single ever, and especially not Buffy on Valentine's Day. Um, we I'm are getting re- ready to punch Willow in this episode. Oh, in the next no few. shit, right? Yeah. Uh, we are recording this a couple of weeks after Valentine's Day, uh, in the year of our Lord, 2017. <laughs> and... <laughs> and Willow, in the real world, those of us who are single called it Tuesday. <laughs> it's yes. really not a big deal at all. I got I, a cupcake when I went into the office. Like, that's, that's um, the extent of Valentine's Alex Day. brought me a rose because the pharmacist gave him one because they remembered that I existed. And he was like, sweet, I don't have to get one. So I have a rose that's right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's really Valentine's not. Valentine's Day is not a big deal. No. Uh, Buffy says she'll be enjoying the evening with Joyce with lots of food and movies. And they are not kidding. <laughs> Uh, Xander comes up and tells them about Amy's Jedi mind trick. Willow reminds them, and us, since it's been a long time, that Amy's mom, uh, mom's a witch. And now she used the contraction, which implies is a witch. Notice <gasps> she didn't say was a witch. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's interesting, isn't it? That's awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she didn't say mom is a witch, but she said mom's a witch. Yeah. Which implies is. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't typically get rid of was. Right. Yeah, so the emphasis more is a witch. I think they know. Yeah, at least Willow knows. Yeah, because I could well, and see... she would have told told the other Yahoos. I mean, you think? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, at this point, probably she hasn't started keeping secrets about witchcraft oh, that's yet. True. <laughs> <laughs> that's true because she hasn't figured out a reason to keep right. any secrets about exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. So that's possible. Yeah. She would have at least told Giles. I would think so. I could I mean... see her telling Giles and Giles saying, "Don't tell the others." Right. 
Yeah. And then them just kind of like f- conveniently forgetting about it. Yeah. I, but I think that they, I think at least at least one of the group knows that Amy's mom is in that statue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Buffy says that Amy's mom is also an amateur psycho. So I guess it's okay that she's trapped in a trophy forever. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. But our morality is a little different from the show. Right. Well, I guess I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to continue being okay with it because that's what she was going to do to her daughter. Yes. They didn't do this to her. They didn't choose her right. fate. They didn't decide this is what was going to happen mm-hmm. to her. She was going to do it to somebody else. Yes. It's just instant karma. Absolutely. If she had chosen to send her daughter to like Elysium, right. she'd be in Elysium right, right. now. Like so No, it absolutely. Was, and I I'm totally I completely agree. And our morality wise, I mean, mm-hmm. it's we this is completely justified, right? Because it's I mean yeah. she's hoist by her own petard, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, well, similar so to, I have what no problem with, to her daughter. But inside the Buffy verse Normally, they'd have a problem with this sort of thing. Well, and and you know, I mean, but in the Buffy verse, what happens to Amy when they derat her? She's naked. Because, huh? She's naked. Well, what else? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she turns into like a drug using yeah, psychopath who makes uh, and Will Willow's relapse. rebound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I think. Yeah, I actually think in the Buffy verses, if you do it to yourself, it's okay. I think it's okay because we do that to Amy and we do try and save Amy a couple times. Yeah. But... I think I think it depends like a lot of things in the show. It depends on who does it mm. because yeah. Buffy did it. And so everything's okay. Who knows what would have happened if Amy had done it. Maybe they would have blamed Amy for it. Possibly. You know, or Amy it... would be eating herself up about it. Right. Right. And, yeah. and they'd be like, as a consequence for doing that to your mom. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I think a lot of it is who performs the act. Mm-hmm. Because let's say a later witch on the show does worse stuff and she's Willow. So it's nobody true. cares, right? <laughs> <So> <laughs> they care for well, like an episode and then she yeah. goes, everything goes back to normal. Um, it's, it's different with Willow, but you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is it, mm-hmm. if it's the core cast doing something, then everybody's pretty much okay with it. Yeah. If it's somebody outside the core cast who does something equally good or bad, then Mm-hmm. They suffer the consequence and die. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I think we are supposed to be somewhat uncomfortable with this regardless, because otherwise, why would they keep bringing yeah, it up? Yeah, the show keeps telling us about it yeah, over and, and that, over again. Yeah, and that statue lasts forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so, I still wish we'd seen it flying out of the hell mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it <would have> collapses. <laughs> for some reason, now I'm imagining it like the statue of Moroni on the top of a temple somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and it's up on top of a temple, and they yeah. worship. They worship Amy's mom. They worship yeah. Catherine. Uh-huh. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Buffy says that Amy should know of the hazards of magic and should be the last person who would play with that kind of thing. If only it worked that way, Buffy. Spoiler: It doesn't. <laughs> uh, Xander thinks uh, he should go talk to her about it, and because it worked so well with Larry. He did help him, I guess, yeah, and get the truth yeah, out of him. So that's true. Sure, there's yeah. that. Yeah. And it did help Larry. It sure did. So, you know. I, I can see Xander ahead. being like, hey, I did it last time and it worked out okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I can see that. Uh-huh. Uh, Giles approaches wanting to talk to Buffy, but he's completely distracted by Jenny Calendar and she looks lovely and I agree with his distraction. Uh, Buffy, though, is still pissed about the double agent drama, even though I still can't figure out exactly what Jenny did wrong or how she caused any of the stuff. With Angel to play out like it did? Uh, see, I don't... Okay, I think Buffy does blame her to a certain extent because she thinks she could have warned her, even though she didn't know. Right. right. 
Yeah, because um, because because well, because uh, Jenny only knew part of the story. Yeah, she only knew part. It wasn't until Uncle Enyos showed up and gave her the rest of the information. Yeah. She's like, oh fuck. Well, see, if, <laughs> and if Enyos was alive, then Buffy would be mad at Enyos. Right, and because she, because Buffy is mad at herself. Yes. And so she's going to pick the nearest target who had something to do with it, and boom, yeah. <laughs> she's going to go Jenny Calendar's. Person. It's an easy one. Exactly. Um, so yeah, she's she's an easy target, but at the same time, Jenny's in a gray area for me because she still did lie to Giles, and you don't lie to Giles in my world. But Giles lied to her about Ripper. I mean, Giles to a certain got... extent, but it wasn't. I mean, he told the truth once Igon became a thing. Well, and Jenny's trying to tell the truth now. Yeah, she's trying to now, but that was. Yeah, I mean we're on we're we're on different sides of this. Yeah, I mean which is I'm which I think of, is I think is fun for the podcast that yeah, we're totally. we're on different sides. I mean it would be really boring if we agreed. No, on yeah. God. So yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm okay with it. I agree that it's kind of it's it's not the most emotionally mature thing. Everything everyone could right. be doing, but emotions aren't mature. That's why they're id, not right. actually like part of who we really are. <laughs> right. um, so you know, I totally understand and vibe with why Giles is so hurt. Yeah, and why I, he's not bridging the gap. Yeah, I, I'm i still probably going to come down on the side of uh, they just need to talk. Yeah. Uh, well, because, and, you know, he's he's got to be step up and be the dad here. Oh, yeah. No, he does. <laughs> um, I guess if, if I were Giles, if I put myself in Giles' situation, I'm like, hey, you know that time where the evil thing that I conjured came and possessed you and tried to kill you? That would have been the time to tell me, hey, I'm actually a double agent for the Romani and came here to watch angels so i don't have any room to worry instead she pushed him away got right. rid of him and so it's like there's so much extra betrayal well, and, there. and this is exactly what i what i what i mean is that they just need to talk mm-hmm. like this whole thing because they they share an awkward moment you know during which jenny seems really happy to see giles and he calls her miss calendar and won't meet her eye and that makes her sad um and she's and here she is she's wondering if she could talk to him and buffy is pulling out all the passive aggressive teenage stops by like <laughs> staring at the floor in the most aggressively conspicuous way ever and here and here it is i mean giles refuses to talk to her which is kind of bad i mean mm-hmm. i mean when i said as i said when this originally blew up giles should be modeling adult behavior for a surrogate daughter no matter what his feelings are, really, because at a certain point you're a parent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, and his surrogate daughter is highly dangerous and needs to learn this stuff before she kills someone or kills someone again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and Buffy, as the teenager, doesn't approve, so Giles is going to go along with that. And it's not, it's just not a really a good situation. I mean, I just think that I think that they, I just think that they need to sit down and talk about it. I mean, they don't, mm-hmm. Giles and Jenny don't need to like fall in love again or anything like that, even though they will. Um, <laughs> just in time for our hearts <laughs> to get ripped out. Well, of course. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, like you, like you were saying too, they, they just need to talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole thing where Buffy doesn't even want them to talk to each other is, and Giles going along with that is just not what a parent and mentor should be right. doing. Um, I mean, at least find out why Jenny did this. Mm-hmm. You know, because they they just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I think that ship has, to a certain degree, sailed because you know she's at least for the Scoobies, you know. And again, I've I've established mm-hmm. I'm the pettier of the two of us here. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Let's just make sure that we we reemphasize that one. Um, <laughs> no comment. Yeah. <laughs> It's all right. We have more scotch. Yes. (laughs) Here is the scotch. Scotchy scotch. 
Excellent. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Glenn Levitt. So, yes. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I think... I think here's where here's where Jenny did go wrong. It's oh, not Jenny, what she was. Yeah, yeah. It's not what she was doing. It's the fact that she had an opening when Giles was avail- was was actually open to hearing it. Because mm-hmm. it's like if there's any time for you to come clean, it's right after you know the demon someone conjured tried to kill you. But because, she did. But she did pull back. She th- she thought at that point she'd go through with breaking up with him. Yeah. But, so that was kind of she just took herself out of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so she punished herself that way. I mean, that was not punishment for Giles. Yeah. Well, that was punishment for her. And that, that that's Jenny's perspective. But from Giles' perspective, if there was ever a time to do something about it, right, that was it. Right. And and that's and this is exactly the problem with them not talking. Be, just like Buffy and Angel. <gasps> yeah, dude. <laughs> so I think yeah. you just hit on something. So Buffy's <laughs> mind can't communicate either. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, of course not. And yeah, so th- this is it. This is mm-hmm. this is the problem is they don't communicate. Just like the problem with Buffy and Angel this whole time has been they don't just sit down and talk and will be forever, by the way. Yes. <laughs> they don't sit down and just yes. talk to I each other. I think they finally communicate well in the last episode of Buffy. Yes. They yes. finally communicate pretty well. It, and it even takes then, seven years. <laughs> seven years. But even then, Angel takes what she says and goes off and has like a whole existential crisis uh-huh. about what she said in the episode with the immortal. Right. So... <laughs> Right, exactly. That's fine. So yeah, so oh. so this not communicating thing is mm-hmm. just a problem with Buffy and her mind. Yeah, just that they just don't. They just will not sit down with the person that they're in love with and be like, "Talk to me about mm-hmm. this situation." Well, isn't it funny that also her shadow self, Cordelia, doesn't do that with Xander, right? As well, and where and usually she would. Usually mm-hmm. she's going to be like, "What the fuck is your problem?" Yeah, but she does in this episode, and we right. have, and I think that, and they're showing us um, all this stuff for a reason. Um, and they're showing us that this is the side of Cordy, Cordy as Buffy's shadow self that is in play. Yeah. So that's what we should be watching for. When Buffy's hurting, everybody automatically goes into metaphor. Right. And we've had a couple people mention that we, we do too much of the metaphor stuff. And I kind of say tough shit. Um, <laughs> that's why we bought all this yeah. recording equipment. <laughs> <laughs> because there's plenty of other discussions not saying metaphor out there. Well, and, and we have, uh, I don't know if you've li- noticed, uh, general listeners, but we have subtly sort of shifted a bit where uh, the recaps are are a bit more... Just storyline. Mm-hmm. And Snard has been taking up the metaphor part. Yes. But at times like this, we are going to stop and talk about the metaphor. We are. Just because, and it's, because, it's so and mostly obvious. It's because, and, and mostly it's because Buffy will never tell us what's going on with her. Uh-huh. So we have to take these snapshots of her pieces and mm-hmm. parts, you know, to find out. Because she's never going to be like, I'm really sad yeah. because it's Valentine's well, and, Day. And this is, it's a brilliant <laughs> course of storytelling. It just is. To have this five-man band idea all reflected from one major point. Yeah, and, and it's so cool. Because, I mean, the five-man band is, is usually, to sum up, a, a group. But in mm-hmm. this in this case, in this show, they do a completely different thing with it, where it's not the group, it's Buffy. Yes. <laughs> the show is called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and all these people are her. They're just the yeah. different parts of her. So we can see what's going on with Buffy, because she's never, ever, ever going to tell us. Well, just like <laughs> if we go to Firefly, all of the cast of Firefly, the show's called Firefly. It's not called Malcolm Reynolds. It's not called Zoe. It's called Firefly. So everybody in the ship is part of the soul of the ship. Why well, can't it be and called how Zoe? It functions. I wish it was called Zoe. Would be. That'd be awesome. Zoe and Jane. <laughs> Zoe and Jane show. Spin off show called Zoe, <laughs> Zoe and Jane. And Jane. Like, like buddy cops. Yeah, they totally. go with the cops. That'd be our buddy cop. But yeah, so it's you can tell this is a Whedon thing. 
Yeah. And you can tell that what he's doing. And once you get used to the language of Whedon, that's part of the reason he's so resonant mm-hmm. is because he pulls from so many different places and he works so hard. And he, like every line of dialogue is vetted by him and every line of dialogue is said it said the way he wrote it. Yep. So it's okay to go ahead and stretch outside and say everyone's functioning on a metaphorical and a character level mm-hmm. because Whedon does that. Yeah, and This guy been... has like an IQ of 180 or something. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, like, and it's all it's all meant to for us to absorb this sort of thing on a well, on an unconscious level, really. Um mm-hmm. and to get and as you're watching the show, even if you're not watching for the metaphors, you still get this idea of how Buffy is feeling through yeah. the episodes, just by watching the pieces and parts. And who you identify with could maybe give yourself a little psychoanalysis on who you may or may not actually be. Interesting. So, you know, for example, my two favorite characters are the Giles Ripper, Angel and Jealous. Well, what does it mean with my, my obsession with faith? Well, you're a big lesbian. Well, obviously. With anger issues. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> and I'm trying real hard to be a good guy with a big, <laughs> big badass bad guy hidden inside. <laughs> so later, Faith. Yeah. Kind of. Actually, I never identify with Faith. I enjoy her as a character, but I never identify with her. I'm I'm more likely to identify with, with Giles and Angel and Spike. Hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, and sometimes Anya. Oh, Anya. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Anya's the best yeah. fucking thing that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah, I like my I like my dualistic characters. Yeah. I yeah. always I live in that space. I like the dualistic characters. I actually blame the fact that I'm Buddhist for that. Yeah. yeah I like my yin yangs. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so getting back to where we were, where were we? We're talking about faith, of course. No, I'm yeah, kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> faith, faith, faith. We were Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so here we are, and I'm, I'm actually identifying with Giles because... You know, I can understand where he is. And I think it's just, you know, you had a chance to tell me you didn't. You pulled away. You let me back in. You still didn't tell me. You let my slayer be in danger. Right. Because you didn't tell me. Like, if you'd actually told me, because if she'd actually said, hey, I'm here to make sure that nothing happens with Angel because he might go bad again. Right. Because of this curse that my family did. Maybe they could have even figured out ahead of time how to reinsole him just in case that happened. Yeah. And so, and I kind of, I mean, and I, and I'm, I kind of relate to, to Jenny a bit because I mean, she's a human. She was raised to believe that vengeance is the only thing in the world she should care about. I mean, from mm-hmm. a tiny, you, you heard uncle Enios fucking go off about that shit. And she's like, Oh my God, how many more times do I have to hear this in my life? <laughs> <laughs> like, true. like kindergarten, they'd be like vengeance. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. The first word she learns how to spell is vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And whatever that is to the Calderash people. Right. And um, so, I mean, so I see it as, I mean, she's a person who was raised with this. Everything she's ever believed was, was based in this. She made a mistake and now she has to die for it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I just, I relate to, um, think just, just, the, just, the, just that, that she, she fucked up. She knows she fucked up and she's trying to make it right. Mm-hmm. And nobody's letting her. Yeah. And just that frustration she's got to feel. Yeah. Oh, is, it's, you know. it's frustrating and you know, but yeah, I, well, I just, I just <laughs> it is what it is. I'm kind of like, I'm like, Buffy's like, you know, I know you feel bad and good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just want to say good. Keep it up. 
Damn. But, you know, but Giles misses her and she My empathy was just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm petty. <laughs> well, you are the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Might have issues. Anyway. Yeah. Um, well, and, yeah. and actually on that topic, um, so Buffy, Buffy agrees that she has something to discuss with Giles and then gives Jenny a nasty look and <laughs> leaves. And okay. this is... This, that is that is a little too far. That's I really just well, say and, that's and, a little and, too much. And I think, I've, <laughs> I think I figured out why, too, that that is a bridge <laughs> too far for us because... <laughs> it's just blatant disrespect towards an adult and the two nice girls from Utah that we are, we were not <laughs> raised that way. <laughs> like, like speak up for yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't take shit from anyone, um, but don't be rude or disrespectful. Uh, diplomacy in everything at all times is what we were taught. Yes. Um, and, and actually pondering this and uh, how we were and are expected to behave in our family uh, reminded me of one of my favorite quotes by Malcolm X. Um, be peaceful, be courteous, obey the law, respect everyone. But if someone puts his hand on you, send him to the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> I ran this by mom and she agreed with me that we should have that as our family motto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that should be on the crest. Yeah. yeah. For the kids I won't have. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, little too much disrespect to the adult there, Buffy. Yeah, just a little Rain bit. Rain that in. And well, Giles Gile should at that point you know, follow up with her and be like, look, you can't do that. Yeah, but on the metaphor level, if we pull back, Mm -hmm. we see all the different parts kind of like zoning in and trying to figure out what's going Mm -hmm. on. And Buffy's mind has to follow Buffy. Right. So, you know, he's going to be pissed and hurt because she's pissed and hurt. Mm -hmm. The the parts don't necessarily have a wider range of emotion than Buffy's able to give them at any given time. That's how we know what's going on with Buffy because Buffy doesn't talk. Yeah. She wears velvet and mopes and slays vampires. She, she broods. She's really working on her brooding. She's, she's, yeah, she's, she's honing really her, honing her Yeah, she's really honing her brooding skills. I love that they use the word hone for that. I know, it's so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it, I mean, it's a recipe for disaster later. It is. Because you have to have somebody who will be like, stop. Mm-hmm. But if we didn't have recipes for disaster, it wouldn't be a hellmouth and it wouldn't be Buffy the Vampire And we wouldn't have this fucking hilarious episode. Oh, I know. Because it's just <laughs> so good. But so, and of course we have to start with this heartache just yes. a little bit because we start with all the heartache. Yes. This could just be called heartache. Yes. Well that's later. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's becoming part two. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. So uh Jenny looks hopefully at Giles, but he leaves. She looks at Xander and Willow, who well, actually they look kind of sympathetic. Xander might be trying to disappear through the floor a bit, but Willow looks <laughs> extremely sad for her. Well, yeah, because she wants everyone to be in a relationship. And she's the fluffy spirit. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She just wants the two of them to to get along so they can be as happy as she and Ozark. Absolutely. Shut up, Willow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm even in a relationship and I'm like, shut the fuck up. She's a little much. She's a little. <laughs> and yeah. she will be more much later. <laughs> in the library, Buffy asks if Giles is okay. And geez, Buffy, you just threw a pouty fit so massive Giles completely forgot he's an adult and also your mentor. <laughs> I do like her checking in on it, him. It's, and, it is cute. And from a filmmaking standpoint, check the angle. We're looking up it's interesting. at them. Yeah, we're yes. really looking from the floor. We're getting these really odd angles. And when we get odd angles in the library, this is from Giles' perspective. We're showing something's weird with Giles. He's wearing the red vest. Yes. So we know he's hurt. Uh-huh. Like, he might just be too hurt to even know what he's supposed to do. Yeah, I um, mean, he's, he's and, clearly not okay. And he's about to, to warn Buffy about all the things. It's supposed that, to throw us off, these angles. Yeah. If it make us feel a little off balance. Definitely. Like, something is coming. 
And if, yeah. if you're in film school, you'll notice a whole bunch of other things about the cuts and the framing. I'm not going to go into it yeah. because we're already running really long. Um, they love it. I, I hope so. Everybody look. They just pause so. it if it's too long. Okay, yeah. All right, fine. So just so just hold up a pen in the middle of the screen and watch the scene. And you can do this through a lot of episodes and a lot of stuff, um, but watch where people are. Are they on one side or the other? You know, where mm-hmm. are they in, in the quadrants of the screen? Where do they exist? If they're low or if they're high, if they're on either side or not, or if they're in the center. If they're off to the side, they're feeling marginalized. If they're way off to the side and barely in frame, they're extra marginalized. Mm-hmm. If they're in the center, they're centered and they're fine, or they're the center of the action. Um, so we have these two. There's no reason for them to be cut back and forth on the sides, and right. yet they are. And it, it makes everything a little off balance. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you look at Buffy, and she's way to the right. And you look at Giles, and he's way over to the side, too. And then yeah, like they, they're, and they're both on the right, and then they're both on the yeah. left. And it's, um, so the way we're, we're also giving them sympathy for each other, they're, mm-hmm. both in, they're both hurt. They're both hurt by the one person they care about. Yep. And they're kind of the only two people who are really playing it straight this episode. Yeah. Until... Until they're not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Until they're forced not to, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, we... So outside we, forces. Yeah. Because we're about to live in Xander's heartache, and that just gets... Every time we're in Xander's POV, it just gets so funny. Wacky. Wacky fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this this scene is very touching, and also very... It tells us a lot about what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's very and, and, uh, and Giles, because he is so rattled, takes a, a page from Buffy's big book of denial and says he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> he says he's more worried about her uh, he's been studying up on Angelus and has found that Angelus really likes to celebrate Valentine's Day evil vampire style sort of flamboyantly with lots of blood uh, Giles <laughs> <laughs> Giles says that Buffy should skip patrol for a few nights and Giles will pick up her shifts uh, better be safe than sorry and all that uh, Buffy thinks it's a little late for that kind of thinking and this is a big part as we mentioned of, of uh, Buffy's psychology uh, she blames herself for what happened with Angel uh, but she can't quite absorb that so she's angry at jenny mm-hmm. yeah uh in the factory of evil yay <laughs> I, love, I love this i know so good uh drusilla is opening spike's gift which is quite a stunning ruby necklace i have yes. to say and and isn't it a necklace like xander's it gonna sure give cordelia uh-huh yeah. Uh, Spike's scars are healing up really well which will be pretty important soon yes. and drew is not taking care of him He's, he's like little, dusty and yeah, disheveled. He, his, his jacket needs to be oiled yeah, and stuff the, like that. The neck of his shirt's all stretched mm-hmm. out. Yeah, like she's trying to wrestle it over his head. And, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> he's not being taken care of the way he was, say, before Angelus came along. Uh huh. Well, yeah. sure. Priorities are a little split now. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, she, he he asks if she likes the necklace, and she does. He says nothing but the best for my girl, but he's uh, he's one upped before he can finish the sentence. <laughs> and Jealous also has brought a, a present for Drew, and that's that's thoughtful and kind of bleeding all over the table. Uh, <laughs> a nice, still warm heart. Well, Giles sure wasn't kidding, was he? Uh, <laughs> turns out Angelus, who is looking more and more dead as the episodes roll along, oh, yeah. found it in a quaint little shop girl. <laughs> and Snart and I laugh every time we hear that line, whether we're watching the show or saying it to each other because we're sick fuckers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And if we look on the deep levels of Angelus, it's hard to cut through all the funny. He's mm-hmm. wearing kind of a velvety shirt, yes. and it actually kind of matches the one that the, the scarf that Buffy had around her neck. Yeah. So we're actually seeing Angelus is also having issues around valentine's day mm-hmm. he's looking more dead yep and he's looking really dead i actually find 
dead and jealous kind of hot. Oh, he looks good. He looks really good. He looks like a rare. It, yeah. it hits my little goth brain like, hey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> was, he's got the long eyelashes. They're all dark yeah. and pretty. And yeah. It's, do you wear eyeliner? And he might be wearing eyeliner. Yeah. Yeah. The, the eyeli- I, love, <laughs> yeah. I love eyeliner on men. Like, I know. I have to keep specifying. I am still asexual, guys. It's not it's a sexual well, attraction. It's an aesthetic attraction. Hey, I'm a Kinsey Six who can appreciate good looking <laughs> okay, food. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, if they're pretty, you can look yeah. at them. I just I know those things are confusing to people, but oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's he's he's well, very it's, aesthetically it's like, pleasing. It's like the same thing that I have. Like just because mm-hmm. I like looking at a good looking dude doesn't mean I want to have sex with him. Yes, you know exactly. That's what I it just want. Just like just because I like looking at pretty statues doesn't mean I want Aphrodite to come along and turn him into a person. Right, because that causes problems. Lots of problems. <laughs> like training him how to eat or whatever. Yeah. It's very complicated. <laughs> it actually seemed to work out pretty well for Pygmalion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe it's fine. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Depends on the god you go through. We'll talk about <laughs> that later. <laughs> Spike's pretty pissed, and especially so when Angelus calls the necklace cute and then suggestively puts it on Drusilla. Spike moves to put it on her, but it's already done. Angelus says that it's so much easier for him to do things for Drew, but isn't it nice that she still gives Spike pity access? And yeah, that's really what he says. Yeah. Uh, props to Darla once again for training Angelus the art of pain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's just David Boreanaz as Angelus. It's like, especially for a noob actor, mm-hmm. to see him as Angel and like the slouchy angel. Yeah, you mopey, know. broody, yeah. and sensitive. And Angelus, who is uh-huh. cutting and sharp and bright. Like this guy is vicious and and he has that just sexy charm about it. And like he's smelling the blood in his hands Mm -hmm. and he's all, yeah. Yeah. And he, (laughs) he was practicing that quaint little shop girl line all the way home because when he delivers it, he's so excited. Quaint little shop girl. Quaint little shop girl. Quaint little shop girl. Yeah. Yeah. And like when he finally delivers it, he's like, I nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, Spike, as is his way, reminds Angelus that while he's been busy trying to steal his girlfriend, the Slayer has been cavorting around unchecked. Uh, Angelus, though, has been busy planning the the best way to celebrate Valentine's Day with Buffy. Um, I think she'll take a rain check, Angelus. Uh, during this part of the scene, Drusilla is staring at the heart lovingly and making little lub-dub-lub-dub lub, dub sounds. I love her. So crazy. Also, watch David Boreanaz. <laughs> Angelus gives Spike the sex eye. He does. <laughs> like I, I had to rewind it. <laughs> I was like, like, what is that? This is a faith level sex eye. Yeah, <laughs> because like, you know they've got a lot in common. My pants almost came off. <laughs> There's a reason I just dropped the asexual mention earlier. Just like we dropped the whole like Xander attracted to Buffy thing. I was setting you up to remind you of this because my pants burst into flames. It's awkward. <laughs> Yeah, watch watch for the sex eye. Yeah. Yeah. So when he sits down and he's kind of way off to the side and wow. Yeah, it's the sex eye. <laughs> right at Spike. Yeah. I don't think I don't think uh, Drusilla's the only one getting pity access. No, probably not. <laughs> uh Spike suggests, you know, killing the slayer. <laughs> oh, Spike, he's not going to do that. Oh, didn't and you hear? Spike, you're not either. Right, exactly. And because didn't you guys hear my whole spiel about the hu- hubris? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on now. <laughs> Angelus says uh, it lacks poetry. And Spike wonders what rhymes with lungs. Not oh. effulgent, but if anyone can figure it out, Spike can. little call forward to the <laughs> actual know. Spike. I love it. Oh, so smart. And, and he says it in the presence of the two who know. 
Yep. Who he was ahead of time. Absolutely. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have mentioned poetry at all. I wouldn't think so, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drusilla assures Spike that Angel always knows what speaks to a girl's heart. And at the bronze, Buffy's heart is fiddling with his gift for Cordy. Oh, yeah. Nice and, cut. <laughs> yeah, the cut. Like, the heart is is overlaid with the box. Uh-huh. It's, oh, it's so good. It's really good. <laughs> good job, guys. And, you know, because it's a heart as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a heart with a heart. A heart with a heart. To a heart. And, hey, if, if Buffy's heart gives Cordelia his heart, does that mean that Cordy and Buffy are officially dating? Because... I, mean, I get sometimes I get confused by the metaphors. <laughs> no, <laughs> but they have been on one date already, and they'll go on another one in the future episode. That's true. <laughs> no, I mean no, obviously not. No, no, not really. <laughs> oh, Willow is well, just like Angel does later. If you can't get Buffy, you go for the next best thing. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's how the metaphors fit together. That was uh, yes. <laughs> um. I'd, I'd prefer Courtney. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Courtney, hello. <laughs> Buffy's just doesn't communicate. I know. <laughs> like, I couldn't deal with well, that. I, like, what's going on? I'm fine. Buffy, come on. What I love is that they <laughs> they audition for each other's parts, I mm-hmm. believe. So Sarah Michelle Geller auditioned for Cordelia. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. And I think Cordelia auditioned for Buffy. You know, also in the running, I'll bring this up later. Also mm-hmm. in the running, uh, Elizabeth, An- Elizabeth Ann Annalyn. Oh, she really? came in second for Buffy. Huh. Cool, right? How fun. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. I'll get into detail on that. Yeah, but I, oh. I think it's it, that just tells me that Sarah Michelle Gellar is a lot more like Cordy than she is like Buffy. She can bring the Cordy. Yeah, We've yeah. seen that. We saw that when she oh, was yeah. bad. Holy shit balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a worse Cordy than Cordy has ever been. Oh, yeah. She needs a spanker in her wombat. <laughs> Favorite phrase. I know. That's why we love Cordy so. She's a constant source of snappy lines. <laughs> it was like a little Cordelia haiku there. Nice. <laughs> one of many uh, Willow is obnoxiously basking in the boyfriend is in a band thing while Oz is playing uh, she's decided she's a groupie and God shut up <laughs> Willow shut the God, fuck no, up no wonder you and Kennedy get along later shut oh the my fuck God. up yeah shut up Kennedy <laughs> <laughs> just in the future for all time <laughs> Uh, Cordy comes in and and and, and wow, <laughs> damn! <laughs> what was I saying? She looks gorgeous. Yeah, speaking of when she was bad, if Angel had been in the bronze, he would have done that. Uh, wow! That he did. Wow. He did to uh, to Buffy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if Buffy and Angel would have been a thing if Cordy know, showed like up a in that record scratch. Like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> she she looks amazing. Yeah, she that does. is a great and, dress. Oh, and how cruel that she wore that to go break up with Xander. Yeah. Oh. Like that. Well, she, but she didn't know she was going to until what happens right here, because mm. um, uh, she's wearing the black and red that she told the mean girls she was going to be wearing. And she said she tries to say hi to the mean girls, but they sniffily turn their backs on her. And that's when she decides. Yeah, it's not until true. then. So she was really she was dressed up looking that gorgeous for Xander. Mm-hmm. And then they did that. And because you can kind of see her decide, you know, later. Yeah, But it's it's still it's got a little uh, callback to when she was bad there for the Cordelia entrance. Yeah. And then yeah. terrible, terrible actions. Yeah, it, it just, it's a, it's terrible actions in the second degree, where Buffy's were terrible actions in the first degree. Well, yeah, because it was, but, but, no Buffy's one were... can be as good as Buffy. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean. It definitely gives us a reminder. Yeah, it was, it was more spontaneous for Cordy. She really mm-hmm. did get that, that outfit on for Xander. Yes. 
Yeah. But I then I agree with Xander at that. You know, you know oh, it's a I, good yeah. day. I, I totally do, too. Yeah. Yeah, I totally do. But but it's corny. She doesn't. She just says what's on her mind. So yeah. <laughs> she doesn't stop to think about stuff. Uh, Buffy and Joyce are indeed having an eating and video fest. Looks like Oreos, <laughs> pizza, Cheetos, assorted candies, and that marshmallow in a jar stuff. Yeah. And uh, popcorn. Yeah. And then even more in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like three kinds of chips and more cookies in the kitchen. They're, I want to go pig out with these they're guys. They're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like four shopping bags Holy full of goodies. Shit. Yeah. That's my kind of weekend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's a knock on the door and Buffy hands off some snacks to Joyce, who enthusiastically eats them, uh, <laughs> and goes to investigate. And Buffy, this is clearly a trap. And why don't you have a shotgun yet? Because <laughs> she's wearing the hug me shirt. She is. She is wearing a whoopee blue shirt. With a cute little ducky and a hug me printed on it. Yes. And I'll, all right, that makes me want to give her a hug. I can say because that's <laughs> sad. And Buffy, we will give you a hug, but you still need to answer the door whilst holding a shotgun, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> she just gets up and goes. It's like, it's like she forgot for a minute. Right. She's the Slayer. Because she she's got her yeah. whoopee blue on. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she's got her blue. She's got her ducky. she got the junk food. She's with her mom. Like She just slipped right back into yeah. L.A., Buffy, and she forgot did. all the shit. She forgot about the psycho, you know, evil vampire boyfriend. Uh, So nobody's at the door. um, And Buffy shuts it without locking it, by the way. (laughs) And then she finds that Joyce is no longer on the couch. Although you don't have to lock the door if the vampires can't get in. I've still locked the door. You don't don't know what's out there. No, that's true. (laughs) And and Joyce and that couch. Fuck you, couch. Asshole. One of the other times we see Buffy in red. Yeah. Actually, framed the yes. same way in that doorway too. Yep, looking at the couch. Yep, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buffy goes looking for her mom and is startled by tree branches and related scary noises that make all of us jump out of our skin in real life. Uh, <laughs> in fact, uh, my phone vibrated while I was recapping the scene, and I almost peed. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Funny. Yeah. Oh, I had the other night. I was watching um, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And I went into my room. I'm in the basement right now because I'm redoing my upstairs room. And so I have those weird little window well windows. Mm-hmm. And I was getting undressed to change because I realized I was still wearing a bra and that can't happen. Right. Um, a like piece of newspaper got stuck in my window well and rattled around. <laughs> and I had my sword in my hand. <laughs> in like two, I'm like bare breasted with a sword in my hand. Slayer. This is how slayers do things. <laughs> I think I'm overreacting. I'm going to go back to Supernatural now. Just a tad bit jumpy. It was just, it was one of those creepy episodes of Supernatural. And, well, and, and you just was... had the Buffy experience with those uh-huh. things. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so uh, Joyce pops merrily through the back door, startling the bejesus out of Buffy, who thankfully does not greet her mom with the Slayer hello. Uh, Joyce says that she went to check the back door, and she found a shiny black box out there that someone left for Buffy. Uh, Joyce uh, will also want to check the front door, because Buffy didn't lock it. <laughs> This is why she goes around and checks stores because Bobby just leaves shit open. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wanted to mention the Summerses uh, have an AIDS ribbon magnet on their fridge. Uh, During the late 90s, this really was quite the statement for a show to make, and so that's pretty awesome. Mm hmm. Uh, Buffy Especially opens right after the Larry thing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, cool. And Buffy in that episode was wearing red ribbons tied around her her wrists. Oh yes, that's very mm-hmm. true. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Buffy opens the box, and there are lovely long stemmed roses and a note that reads "Soon." 
That doesn't rhyme with lungs. And, you know... <laughs> I was drinking. <laughs> and, on, okay. And, you know, subtle and jealous, really, soon, is an actual trope, dude. Not very original or poetic. I can see why Spike is getting so frustrated, because he's waited how long now for Angelus's big plan, which turns out to be a note with soon written on it. <laughs> Angelus has been practicing his sex eye. He doesn't have time to come up with fancy plans. Soon. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> really, really smart. Really fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> that is Angelus. Although effective, because it does actually get to her. Well, right? <laughs> imagine, it, imagine if he'd really turned it up, though. That, I mean, if oh, a yeah. note that says soon freaks her out. With maybe a little shop girl heart nailed through it. Maybe. You know, yeah. something. <laughs> soon. Or a puppy heart. Soon. He actually, he terrorizes Willow way better. He does. I mean, yes. poor Willow didn't do anything. I know. But he goes after the friends and family first. Soon. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, it works on Buffy. I know. It's Buffy. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to see, like, season six Buffy with this happening. She's like, ugh, I'm just going to go over there and kill him. She'd, she'd, she'd just go over, <laughs> kick the door open, and be like, soon? Really? <laughs> this is all you got? I'm going to stake your ass right now. Yeah. And she'd stake him, and it would yeah. be over. Yeah, <laughs> She's like, I don't care uh, if you are really Angel, stake. Yeah. Well, season six Buffy admits, I think it's season six Buffy admits that she probably shouldn't have saved Dawn by killing herself. Yep, I believe that is season six Buffy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, Buffy's Buffy's character arc, like you were saying before we started the podcast. Oh, yeah. Buffy's character arc is badass. Yeah. I mean, that, that is one of the reasons. I, I have to say, okay. So, um, some of you have noticed that we're really hard on the characters right now, especially yeah. me. I yes. fully admit that. Um, one of the reasons, I'm, I'm of course, a little more forgiving. Well, one of the reasons is that I'm old enough to be their mother, um, <laughs> which is so distressing for me. I can't even <laughs> deal with it. But the other reason is that um, we want you guys to to, to see these arcs mm-hmm. and how epic they are. I mean, I've heard some people talk about how Buffy doesn't really arc. She arcs so big. Oh yeah. Um. Everybody arcs so big. So we are, especially I, I am going to be really, really hard on these characters early on so you can see how amazing they become. If you if you go into the series and you view it as Buffy's always right, mm-hmm. you miss when how wrong she used to be and how conflicted she used to be. Oh, yeah. And you, and you miss how amazing she becomes, this amazing woman, this mm-hmm. incredible hero. One of the most heroic people ever on television or or any media, yeah. Um, and and you'll miss that if you start out thinking that she's always perfect because mm-hmm. she's That's not. Very true. Yeah. Uh, the struggle is the is the amazing part of this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and same with all the other characters. Yeah, I'm really hard on Xander because Xander becomes this amazing man. Oh yeah, brave well, as hell and Wesley. a human. Yeah, Wesley. We take him from the sniveling, groveling mm-hmm. watcher, you know, Ponzi watcher, to this crazy man like yeah. he's he's crazy by the end right um but in such a badass way like i he could come back and wipe the floor with every big bad that ever yeah. goes through sunnydale just because he doesn't give a shit anymore right and um, uh and a lot of people talk about wesley's arc mm-hmm. um because it is more it's more overt 
Yeah, it is. It's a much um, more overt. And and Buffy, you kind of miss because the show sort of makes you think that Buffy's always right. Yeah. Well, and the show, yeah, the show arcs around. So Buffy's the center of the universe. Right. And so we're arcing the, the entire show with Buffy. Right. That's, that's where the metaphors play in. Right. And it sort of looks like since the, since the entire universe arcs with her, mm-hmm. sometimes you miss her change within the universe. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of times her change actually means she's out of sync with the metaphor. Right. So she's actually, when, when Buffy's arguing with all of her different parts and they're saying she's wrong and she's saying, no, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Buffy's right. Right. And when they're going along with her, that's when she's wrong. Yeah. Because they're just yeah. echoing who they're Greek right. chorusing. And, exactly. Which is, makes for fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not her growing. She's not growing at those times. Right. So when the right. world is most against her, that's when Buffy's right. When all she has left is her. Yeah. Yep. Precisely. Which yep. We're, we're coming up on. I know. <laughs> I'll be amazed if we can get through that going through only one box of Kleenex. <laughs> We're going to need more scotch. We're going to sound terrible <laughs> during that episode. <laughs> it's okay. We had that flu. We prepared them. True. Yeah. True. That's nothing compared to the, uh, you know. Yeah. But yeah, we, we arc. And we're we're going to try and do uh, a couple separate episodes on character arcs as they come yeah, up. Yeah. As, as people, as characters leave the show, mm-hmm. uh, we will sum up pretty much what they meant to, yeah. to the show. And then I um, imagine at the end of this show, we will do and one episode for each character and just oh, discuss absolutely. how they, absolutely. how they grow and change. So if you feel like you're going to miss all this, if you feel like it's getting lost mm-hmm. in, in the buzz, we're actually going to address it. Right. And at some and, point, yeah, we'll sum it up at the end of, of their, their arcs or the show's arc, depending on which character. Um, but we're sort of bringing that out now mm-hmm. and showing the, the larger swings. Yeah. Cause um, this is, this is the point in, in this, the whole series where we start to actually see those changes right. begin, you know, like, like this is kind of the first episode of the Zeppo. Oh, it's absolutely. The, I mean, and I'll, and I'll call out the moment that that starts to happen too, because <laughs> there is a moment where <laughs> it, it is the, the, yeah, it is the beginning of the Zeppo pretty much. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, the same thing will be, will happen in the Zeppo that happens here. Uh, and becoming Xander centric. I mean, the, cause these, these arcs are just so much fun if you really, really get into them. Because mm-hmm. uh, these people, these are people who are they're written as humans, as we've you know we've said before. They're written as real people, and they fuck up a lot, and they're wrong a lot, and somehow they still manage to become amazing humans. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's fantastic. Definitely. Uh, so <laughs> those of you who uh, have occasionally yelled at your podcast, they're teenagers. I know, I know they are, I know they are, <laughs> <laughs> and I've. If I'd been in this situation, I just would have hit under my bed or whatever. Um, <laughs> well, I wouldn't have had all these friends. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but that's that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, is I, I'm pointing this stuff out so you can see how how cool these arcs are. Yes. Uh, so that's yes. her. So we're doing it for a reason. Yeah. Right, yeah. There's there's a method to our madness. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe madness, but there's method in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, back at the bronze, Xander spots Cordy, who is sitting as she herself perhaps would describe alone by herself. Uh, he goes over to her and he she compliments him on, on his outfit, and he does look rather snazzy. But yes. um, by the way, uh, she says that we know what's coming. He says that Buffy dressed him, and that would explain why he's dressed like Angel. <laughs> 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 I didn't catch that till you said that. But he does look quite good. He looks great. Yeah, and, and he actually could be wearing the wobby blue. We just can't tell because there's a lot of red light in the, blonde, it, it the bronze. It looks a all lot the like the blue shirt that Angel it wore. Does, yeah, totally. It's just not silk. It's like, did you read in Jealous's closet? Probably. Well, he's not living there anymore. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Cordy laments how much harder he just made it for her to end Aww. things when he's looking all spiffed. 
Xander has noticed signs of trouble, but he plows ahead. He tells her what uh, he's been thinking about the why and the wherefore, which I have to point out means exactly the same thing. Wherefore means why. <laughs> I know this is an actual saying, uh, and in the context of the saying, the whys and more whys uh, makes sense. But lots of folks uh, don't know that they're the same thing, and we bought all this recording equipment. So I just want to do a public service announcement and point, it, point that out. Uh, wherefore, art thou Romeo, means why are you Romeo? Yes. Sorry. Not. Where are you? No. Uh, and you know, <laughs> the more you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over a brief history of their relationship and kissy kissy and all that. And just um, making it harder on us. Oh, uh, yeah. And um. Cordy is just dying. Uh, he says it might just be lustiness, but maybe it's something more than that. Maybe they see something special in each other. He gives her the necklace and she's absolutely touched. And she loves it yes and this little and then, speech is like the grown-up version of the one he gives buffy when he asks her out yeah it's, it's yeah. Oh. he's very cute and it's killing cordy mm-hmm. like she's pretty much carving her own heart out right now and it's sad it's a good thing he hands her one yeah <laughs> and then of course she says she wants to break up uh she apologizes which is different for cordy i gotta say yeah and uh she concedes that she does see his specialness she just doesn't she doesn't say it out loud kind of you know or vortly but she says it subtly and it's absolutely there uh but says that they don't fit xander is pretty obviously devastated and objects in in particular to being dumped on valentine's day which i'm with you xander happened to me oh very valid it sucks it's completely valid it's still better than what happened to uh saint valentine <laughs> <laughs> well you had to drag him into the whole holiday shit <laughs> Silly. <laughs> uh, she says she didn't mean to do it this way, and I believe that because, as we figure out later, she just says stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> Cordy well. just says whatever. Um, but they're both really sad. Uh, he leaves, and she looks down at what I'm pretty sure is the necklace. Yeah, and entering into the metaphor space, um, this is Buffy's shadow self breaking up with her heart, saying, "You know, I don't have time for you." Right. Like on the same night, she gets this thing from Angelus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she has to divorce herself from her heart. She has to, this is the beginning of her trying to figure out how to not feel for Angel anymore. Right. And funny how her heart is later the one to deliver the message that helps her do that. Right. Um, so this is kind of the start of that little arc too. Yep. yep. Um, a message which is, which Xander is heavily criticized for, but we will talk about at we, in depth. We have already, that's part of the, like that discussion is part of the reason we decided to do the podcast. It is true. <laughs> yeah. That, that so, Xander got such a bad rap for telling mm-hmm. Buffy to kill Angel or yeah. Angelus. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll address that at length, um, mm-hmm. and you guys might yell at us, but it's fine. Um, so, you know, this is her shadow self saying, "Heart, we can't do this right now. Right, it's not going to work. I out. need to be a hard ass. Yeah, and I cannot and have you involved. And that's why we're cutting back and forth from the bronze to Buffy to the bronze. Mm-hmm. If this was straight up just Xander and Cordy, we wouldn't have had that cut. We would have had it either before or after the right. scene. The fact that it's in the middle tells us this is a metaphorical scene as well as a story scene. And this, you know, this is really Buffy's shadow self, Buffy's self saying, yep. heart, get out of it. Well, and they, they spelled it out perfectly with um, Drusilla talking about Buffy's heart and cutting immediately to Xander. Yes. Sitting and there. And Drusilla <laughs> being brought a heart. Like there's uh-huh. a lot, you know, th- it's almost heavy handed metaphor here. Yeah. If you know what you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> it starts to feel like getting slapped with a fish. Yeah. Um, but if you don't know what you're looking for, we have to do that to yeah. really bring this one home. So... And now we get to get into the hilarity. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) At school, uh, Xander discovers that everyone seems to know very well that Cordy dumped him. Xander wearing the very rare velvet zip-up. Yeah, he's really soft and and, and smooshy. 
Uh, he re- receives sarcastic congratulations from some douchebag, and here's a <laughs> gaggle of girls laughing at him. He tries to flag down Buffy, and here we go. She says that she has angel problems she needs, doesn't need Xander for. Buffy is indeed wearing her one girl in all the world black shirt, so that's where she is. And oh, uh, animal print, which right. means she's bringing it. <laughs> Savage Slayer. <laughs> and so here we go. Uh, I think it's fair to, to hear the call of the Zeppo in this scene. Xander isn't allowed to help, and he's left to his own devices, so he gets into trouble. Uh, when we watch the Zeppo, we'll see how much Xander will have changed from here to there, uh, working yes. his way toward becoming the guy we adore. Yes. Also, Shadow Self-Rejected Heart. Actual self-rejected heart. Absolutely. She, so Shadow Self said, I don't need you right now. And actual Buffy said, Heart, I don't need you right now. Uh-huh. Which is exactly I have what, problems with Angel. And that's what happens in the Zeppo, too. Yep. Cordy is the impetus. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more girls giggle at Xander. And does anyone miss high school? Me neither. No. Also, Cordy invisible. Yeah. I didn't even know she was there. I didn't either. Not till yeah. this rewatch. Exactly. Right. Me too. And all of a sudden, I'm like, holy shit, that's Cordelia here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harmony taunts him directly, saying that he should learn a second language so he can be rejected bilingually. And that one hurt. Yes. Whatever, Harmony. Also, you will never uh, be Cordelia. Not Ampada. Bilingual. Spanish. Ow. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So he didn't have to learn a second language to get Al. Well, he rejected her. Well, yeah. Well, she, did, I mean, she tried ultimately. to kill him. For, she tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah. No, still. she rejected him. Yeah, because she decided to kill him. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Ouch. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> for those painting long by numbers, Al. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, fuck up, Harmony. I mean, I love you in later episodes, but shut up. <laughs> it's just as well she gets turned into a vampire because when she's a vampire, this side of Harmony is the best well, of all the vampires. Well, okay. I've heard a lot of criticism about Harmony, right? <laughs> yeah. That she doesn't change very much when she becomes a vampire and okay <laughs> my personal theory is she never had a soul to begin with yeah so why would she change when no, she becomes totally a vampire you, you take out the soul you still have harmony <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's the same person no she's she's like cordelia's little uh you know you scratch the surface you just get more surface right yeah <laughs> well she There's i mean no she is starting to be in this episode she's starting to be cordelia's shadow self Oh. We'll see that on Angel the Series. Yes, we will. In a big way. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean this is this is uh Harmony will be the the marker for, uh, through which we will see Cordy's progression. Ah, yes. So and that's that this really starts in this episode. Huh. Yeah. So yeah. so wow. Cordy is Cordelia is so important to the show. She has her own shadow self. Well, what the fuck? She's on her way to becoming yeah. a real person. She is. Yep. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. And not that's... just a metaphor. Wow. Cool, Sweet. right? Yeah. That is super cool. Uh, so uh, Xander spots Amy and hurries to the crowd and grabs her by the arm. Hey, <laughs> no grabbing. <laughs> I feel for you in the situation, Xander, but there is no grabbing. <laughs> she will put you in the cemetery. <laughs> she should. There's no grabbing. She... <laughs> it, is, it is a little smooth. Like, I don't approve of the grabbing, but the way he does it and flips her if, around and talks her, it's kind of smooth. If he had just cut her off at the pass, I'd feel fine. Yeah. But I mean... The grabbing is an indicator that normal Xander, nice boy Xander, has left the entire building. And this is where my theory <laughs> comes in, that he is now acting as a temporary shadow of Angelus. I think absolutely. He is totally channeling Angelus. That's part of the reason we had the discussion at the beginning. Um, you know, And he, he took on some of those aspects in the last few episodes where he's been just awful. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because he's really 
echoing Angelus. He had so right. much in common with Angel. Now he's having a lot more in common with Angelus, yep. and he'll he'll break away from that. Oh well, well as soon as he realizes what happened, yeah, he's but done. <laughs> isn't it funny how Angelus is trying so hard to get Buffy's attention, and especially into the next episode? Mm-hmm. Um, what Xander's doing here can be seen as a foreshadowing of what Angelus is willing to do to get Buffy. Absolutely, absolutely. So we yep. get to see this little taste here of him channeling Angelus. Yep, and and I love that as as soon as Xander really figures out what's going on, he is out. Because yes. <laughs> it and it shows, you know, and then as as uh, and shadows for each other, um, it shows how different Angelus is from an actual human. Mm-hmm. Because Xander, the actual human, is like, oh shit, I can't believe I did this. I am out. I'm going to go and get help. Oh yeah. Where Angelus loves it. Double down, man. <laughs> Spike would be like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a party? <laughs> <They're> nice people. <laughs> uh, Amy demands uh, to know what he, what exactly he thinks he might be doing with the the grabbing. Uh, he says uh, she's a witch. Uh, she denies it, <laughs> saying that, that he must have her confused with her mom. Uh, he tells her he saw the Jedi mind trick and uses the same technique that worked so well on Larry, threatening to expose her witchy secret. Amy accurately says that's so mean. It sure is. <laughs> Because I think he was making her think that he was going to go tell Buffy. And Mm -hmm. Amy knows what Buffy did to her mom. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. (laughs) Efficient. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, He says blackmail is such an ugly word. Yep. Just like with Larry. Uh, (laughs) He does learn that Xander. Uh, Amy says she didn't say anything about blackmail. But Xander says he's saying blackmail right now. (laughs) Um. She asks what he wants, and Xander says he wants respect and to come out ahead for once and for the Hellmouth to be on his side. He looks down the hall at Cordy and tells Amy that they're going to cast a little spell, and Amy follows his gaze, seeing Cordelia, and her eyes tick over to him. And did we mention how much we adore Elizabeth Ann Allen as Amy? (laughs) She is one of the best recurring characters on this show. And, you know, as as I mentioned earlier, uh, according to Wikipedia, she had auditioned for and was the runner-up for the role of Buffy. Uh, the role went to Sarah Michelle Gellar, but Joss Whedon was so impressed by Elizabeth that he created the character of Amy Madison for her. Which is awesome. Awesome. That is super awesome. <laughs> anyway, in the vacant English classroom from earlier, Amy is rather stunned that Xander wants to do a love spell. Oh, uh, so there aren't really any interesting things on the blackboard like there were uh, when we were doing The Merchant of Venice with Miss Miller. Uh, but someone has added an M- extra M to Samuel Clemens' last name. This is exactly what we saw in uh, when someone added an extra T in Samuel Beckett's last name in Miss Miller's class. Huh. I have no idea if that means anything at all, if somebody in the props department can't spell or what. But uh, <laughs> but it's kind of an interesting coincidence, right? It's kind yeah, of, that is kind of interesting. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's, yeah. I, thought I, I thought I'd throw it out there because that's, you know, twice. Yeah. <laughs> like two out of two times that, that happened. Huh. Um, so Xander says that he wants the basic can't eat, can't sleep, can't breathe, uh, anything but him sort of spell. Amy so says he just wants what Buffy's experiencing for Angel. Uh-huh. <laughs> shadow, shadow. Uh-huh. Uh, Amy says that that's not exactly easy to make someone love him forever. Uh, Xander says he doesn't want forever. He just wants Cordy to want him more than anything so he can dump her. And okay, I gotta say, okay, this is a really funny episode and we love it. But what Xander does here is really, really bad, right? Yes, but he's lying. 
Oh, I know. We'll, we'll, we'll get okay. to it. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk okay. about, we're going to talk about that when the spell gets fucked up or yeah, you right, can right just, before. You can see it in his face. Yes, he absolutely. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> he's just fronting for but Amy. He's, but he's telling himself that he doesn't even have the excuse of, of wanting Cordy back because, because he's heartbroken and can't live without her. He, he's telling, he's saying that he wants to force her to fall for him so he can hurt her. And yeah, but he, we have our own. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we have okay. our own theory, but, but, but on the but surface, he, yes. But he thinks up. that this is his motivation, and um, but I'm wondering, okay, in his head, what does he think that a bewitched Cordy will do after he rejects her? I mean, he he's thought this out a little bit, at least. Yeah, but not that far. I guess not. No, right? No, because no, not um, that far. <laughs> I mean, is he was he planning on calling off the spell? Like once he felt, I don't think he saw that. I thing. don't think he also, did. Also, <laughs> this is not. I mean, they haven't dabbled in witchcraft much yet. Right. And nobody's actually seen a love spell. This is the right. first of several that we will see. And, and yeah. by the last hilarious one, we will be well versed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, but even after, even after all of those, Xander seems to think that there's no harm to using a little magic here and there or, you know, summoning a musical demon with an amulet. Well, he doesn't learn. No. <laughs> it's true, right? <laughs> So I mean, it's kind of Xander is yeah. the big dumb guy right here. I, I kind of right? like to imagine the the amulet later is like Xander's drunk one night. He's like, I gotta make a good, you know, like he got sent out by Anya. You know, she's like, you need to find musical arrangements and you need to get this and you need to get this. And he's like getting drunk on Giles's booze at the magic shop instead. You know, he's in the back and he's like, magic demon. I bet they're good magic. I don't have to hire a band. Oh, I pretty saw This is good. It'll be great. We all sing and dance. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I will say, he does a good job avoiding consequence after that one, too. <laughs> so we're going to go with... Well, Nye. there's a much larger consequence at hand after that one to distract. Not as big as other people. <laughs> well, you know, he is something about Xander's forgiveness and wow we're running long but whatever um something about xander being forgiven for a lot of stuff he's the only truly human person yeah it's true so part of it is that we kind of forgive humans in buffy in the buffy verse we kind of like let humans slide more yeah it's true um so human justice goes for human justice we don't want to turn xander into the police so what else would we do you know like we can't there's nothing else we can do to him (laughs) right so we have to forgive him because he's a human well, he'll have a little consequence. Yeah, I mean, there's well, there, karma. Karma's different right. from consequence. Well, and I guess the consequence that he faces is really subtle, except for the eye thing, of course. <laughs> but but there are some other things that kind of hit him that, that we'll get mm-hmm. to that are a little more subtle, but you really have to look for them. Yeah. Yeah, which is, it's interesting, though. Yeah. <laughs> and be, and I think part of, that's part of the reason he doesn't really learn is because he doesn't have those overt consequences. Mm-hmm. I'm saying overt a lot. What the fuck is with me in overt? I don't just, know. Whatever. Just, it's it's, it's a... stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel like being more overt. You're today. playing a drinking game and somehow picked overt. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> overt, overt, overt. <laughs> uh... <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> please, please listen to the podcast when you're hungover. Uh, Amy, alarmed that this is not only a love spell which will make it tricky and dangerous, but also for some really wrong reasons, uh, <laughs> tells him that the intent has to be pure with love spells, and that will be very important later. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells her that his pure intent involves pure revenge. 
okay, uh, not what she meant, and not true, but okay, Xander. Uh, tired of Amy logically warning him about the truth of love spells and what terrible, terrible ideas they are, Xander threatens her again. <laughs> <laughs> Amy takes a little moment, and I'm pretty sure this is when she decides to go through Diana instead of Venus. Um, and you really shouldn't attempt at the kind of diplomacy Angel uses Xander. It doesn't work for him either. True. <laughs> uh, she tells Xander she'll need something that belongs to Cordelia, something personal. Uh, Giles is reading, as he does, uh, when Buffy storms <laughs> into the library and slaps Angelus's soon note on, uh, down in front of him. She tells him to be honest about what Angelus is planning because he started holding back as soon as this became about Angel. She spells out very reasonable, reasonably and logically, go Buffy, that she needs to know what she's dealing with and it's time for Giles to tell her. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> good for Buffy. Yeah, good well, job. Slayer business. So well, she, she cut out her heart. <laughs> she sure did. So yeah. she's thinking clearly uh, because her good. heart's out of the picture. Her but shadow self tagged in, took care of that for her. Yeah. And, now she's and, now, and her heart's running around doing stupid shit. And she's all of a sudden smart because her, yeah. her heart makes her dumb. Very nice. Heart dumb. And, and so it will smart. in a minute, too. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true>. Yes. <laughs> when her yeah. heart returns. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, very much so. So Giles agrees that that's a good plan. Uh, in the hall, Cordy is really, really, really trying to avoid Xander. And no luck on that one, Cordelia. Um, just ask Amy how well that works when Xander's in a snit. <laughs> <laughs> he tells her he wants the necklace back. She thinks asking for a gift back is pathetic. Uh, he insists, though, and she tells him it's in her locker. He probably should have noticed how very tightly her top button is buttoned, though. And she's not dressed like Cordy. At all. No. Uh, perhaps he would have rethought the love spell if he'd just given things a minute and looked at what is really going on. Well, as um, they say, love is blind. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, because she was sitting alone at the bronze and most definitely not with her friends. And now the button. But it's Xander. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then, and also, we would not have the rest of this hilarious episode. <laughs> uh, Cordelia's locker is... Maybe right next to Buffy's? Did we know this? The locker between Cordy and Xander has Cthulhu playing piano, uh, <laughs> otherwise known as the Zodiac chart, and that yeah. we saw last week. We saw last week it was on Buffy's locker. Is this next to Buffy's locker, or does Cthulhu playing piano roam around to demonstrate to us which couples aren't compatible? I, I think that's what it does. I think it's just roaming. <laughs> yeah, it's like a free it's range a, Cthulhu a, yeah, playing piano. <laughs> If you want to see Cthulhu playing piano more closely, go to diogenesclubpodcast.com. I got the Go blog. to Jen's blog. Um, there's a picture of it there. <laughs> so, but, and and it's uh, it's a zodiac because yeah. she actually puts up what it all, it's supposed to be, but it's totally Cthulhu playing yeah, piano. It is. <laughs> and uh, so, is it showing us that Xander and Cordy are ultimately not compatible, or reminding us of Buffy and Angel hitting us over the head with Cordy as Buffy's shadow self? All of the above. I'm gonna go with yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> the idea of celestial events happening is kind of like, this is inevitable. There's the sun and the moon. There's all these right. opposites. Um, you know, there's the wheel will always turn. There's the, you know, we can have, it also looks a little bit like the Wheel of Fortune tarot card. Ka is a wheel. Yes. So <laughs> If you've um, read Dark Tower series. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or um, listen to it, you know, on Audible. Hey. Yep. <laughs> Audible trial slash DCP. Uh, <laughs> um, if, uh, you know, so it can mean a lot of things, but all of these mean, you know, that something's going to happen and that there are opposites at play. So, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It is really I cool. I love that Cthulhu playing piano just pops up <laughs> yeah, like, right. hello, pop. 
I just love all the shit on the lockers that we can oh, read yeah, into. Oh, too much fun. And it moves yeah. around. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Courtney goes to her locker and sort of wedges herself inside it so Xander can't see her taking the necklace off. Because, of course, it was hidden under her shirt. And that Which just that breaks my heart a I little, know. you know? You know, two houses, both alike in dignity. <clears throat> Wherefore. <laughs> right. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so she gives him back the necklace and also some snark about how she didn't like it anyway, which, of course, we know is not true. Uh, she loved it <laughs> a lot. But snark is what these two do best, so snark it will be. That evening, shirtless Xander is holding a candle and sitting cross-legged <laughs> on the floor inside a what, what looks like a, the female symbol. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he looks very uncomfortable. You know Amy just got pissed. <laughs> she was like, all right. And it's red. Red paint, it is. red stripes, black candle. Like, red on his chest. Nothing good is going to come from this. <laughs> no, especially since she's invoking Diana. Yeah. Uh, he so, should have paid more attention in class. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Well, but Aphrodite's a-, a little busy, too. Amy knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the show really wants us to know uh, who Diana is because the spell is in English. And since it's not in Latin, I suppose I, supp- I suspect our recording equipment is safe, unlike with Giannis. How <laughs> uh, <laughs> <was> scary, yeah. <laughs> During this whole thing, uh, she puts uh, Cordy's necklace into a, a big pot of magical goo, and here it is. Uh, Diana, goddess of love and the hunt, very important. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I pray to thee, let my cries bind the heart of of Xander's beloved. May she neither rest nor sleep until she submits to his will only. Diana, bring about this love and bless it. The fire gets all big and scary, and there are some colorful magical effects. Amy tells Xander to blow out his candle. Not 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 the way Drew was going to do that to Dalton. <laughs> uh, like, literally blow out a literal <laughs> candle. <laughs> He does, and we go to black. His candle's safe for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and that is an interesting invocation. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a violent one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Goddess of the hunt. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, Diana, also considered to be the goddess of, you know, lesbians. <laughs> so all she's, the girls she's our goddess <laughs> all the single ladies <laughs> put your hands up <laughs> pretty much <laughs> uh, uh, so it seems pretty straightforward this whole thing doesn't it well no uh, <laughs> snart we have some theories it could be witches, it some be evil witches. witches, which is ridiculous because witches, they were persecuted and wicked, good and loving earth and mother and power and I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah, it's a witch, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I looked that up just for this. Excellent. That was great. I, I kind of flubbed it, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway. um, theory the first. Uh, back during the episode Halloween, we mentioned that the outcome of a spell seems to be tied to the deity you invoked. And we alluded to this very example. In fact, mm-hmm. um, Amy calls on Diana, who was or is uh, the goddess of the hunt. Uh, one would think that Venus slash Aphrodite would be a more logical choice. Also being... known as Mrs. Calendar. <laughs> or Miss Calendar. <laughs> uh, are we going to do a very special episode on Jenny? We will. Okay, yes. good. Um, well, we have to. And we can talk about her Greek. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we would think that uh, you'd call on the goddess of actual love uh, <laughs> for a love spell. So uh, I'm pretty sure that Xander's uh, rather forceful intimidation of Amy pretty much doomed this little endeavor from the very beginning, considering yes. that Amy picked a rather violent god who is protective 
and empowering where women are concerned. Well, and Amy's <laughs> kind of a blunt instrument when it comes Absolutely. to witchcraft. Like when we see uh, Willow and Tara mm-hmm. doing witchcraft, they are very fine and and uh-huh. practiced, and you know, and Giles, very gentle, yeah, and Giles, Giles does very nice. Um, they're very scalpel like, mm-hmm. and you know, she she goes with the Hecate a lot. Well, it's you just, know, she, she's like her mom. Yeah, her I mean, mom, like, Catherine, is very. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, they kind of just go with with whatever's in front uh-huh. of them instead of thinking things through. Yeah. So that's also one of Xander's mistakes. He shouldn't have pissed off the witch. No. no. When you want something from a witch, he's really lucky nice. she didn't call on Hecate. Yeah. No shit. She, <laughs> wow. She should have just ratted him, right? Just poof. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna say. Well played, Amy. Calling on Diana. Very, very <laughs> nice. <laughs> Theory at the second. Basically, uh, we're thinking Xander's intent wasn't pure at all, right? Yeah. I mean, that he didn't really want to cause Cordy all this pain and suffering just for revenge. I mean, it's, it, it just seems like that, especially judging uh, from what happens at the end of the episode with them. Um, quite a bit of him really did want her back. Yeah, I think he was just doing anything rashly, like channeling Angelus. Mm-hmm. Angelus is rash. He's impulsive. He doesn't think things through, as Spike points out. So you're saying Xander had a touch of selfish, banal obsession. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but his true ultimate intention wasn't that. Um, so, you know, he he just wanted Cordy to want him again. Right. Um, and And pretended that yeah. It was a revenge thing. Totally. Um, and uh, theory of the third, uh, that Cordy, <laughs> Cordy can't be affected by this love spell because she already loves it. Yep. So it just bounced off her. And, you know, Giles says, well, probably her necklace protected her. But how else are you going to cast the fucking Her heart spell? protected her. Yes. Her heart yeah. protected her. So, that's, the, that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I think it's a combination him. of the three. The stuff that happens throughout this episode because you have the flavor of the spell uh-huh. set with what he thought was vengeance yeah. um plus the warlike uh <laughs> warlike <laughs> quality of diana herself and the empowerment of women that, uh-huh. that comes with diana um and of course Cordy not being affected you have to combine all three to get everything yeah, that happens totally which is so what xander says later is actually kind of true he's like but your hide's so thick Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was actually it was actually you. that she was already in love with him. Yeah. So and like, we, I think this we, was the point. Yeah. And the way we saw her heart break when she was breaking up with him. Mm-hmm. I think there's plenty yeah. of evidence that she was already in love with and Xander. She probably didn't actually realize that she loved him until after she broke up with him. Well, it's like Jenny Calendar. Yeah. Who didn't realize until mm-hmm. she, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So shadow, we have shadow, um, shadow, shadow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that means uh, we have an intent that was not pure uh done by a novice witch who rather brilliantly called on diana rather than venus uh conducting this spell on someone who is immune that'll do it yeah (laughs) (laughs) on the hell mouth Uh, on the hell mouth anywhere else it would have just caused like a mild obsession that could have raised him up to like it would have been like a 48 hour flu yeah totally two days it's all gone could have like locked himself away from it Uh like giles says just go home right you know but But that might have worked yeah Yeah, it's the hell mouth oh yeah (laughs) Um, at school the next day, Xander struts in, all excited to cause pain to Cordy. He goes over to her, With expecting the musical cue, so yeah. we think that it's going <laughs> to be fine. We really think it's going to work. <laughs> uh, he's he's expecting to find that she's written a sonnet or something, uh, no doubt, but and and nothing. 
No, uh, she is wearing red, though, so... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, she's both hurt and hurting. Yep. Uh, so, you know, same old Cordy. Uh, Xander presses things, and Cordy pushes him in the chest. Nice, Cordy. <laughs> and the Foley guys did a nice little thunk. Oh, thunk. Yeah, it was a pretty hard little push. Yeah. Uh, he totally deserved that and everything else that happens to him in this episode. <laughs> he backs off, apologizing, and Cordy wonders what his problem is. Oh, Cordy, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> In the library, Giles is reading to Buffy about Angelus' previous adventures. He's wearing a red tie, so he's still hurting. He's still hurt, yep. Uh, This one involves a puppy, and that's enough for Buffy. She tells him to skip that one. (laughs) Uh, Giles isn't sure why she wants to skip it, but she points out that she doesn't want to know and doesn't have a puppy, so she doesn't need to know either. I'm with Buffy. (laughs) Much appreciated, Buffy. (laughs) And this this comes up next episode, too, Uh with Willow. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Giles goes to get more books and Xander comes in and offers himself as bait. Uh, not not Angelus bait, but more real bait. Like chum. Yeah, like little cut up pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for for fish to eat. Oh, um, just wait a few minutes, Xander. Yeah, <laughs> the day hasn't even gotten started yet, kitten. Uh, <laughs> Buffy says she heard all about the breakup and that it's all, it's Cordy's loss. And it's interesting that Buffy calls her Cordy. Buffy usually, and I can't remember any other time she does she does this. She usually goes with Cordelia, mm-hmm. so that's that's an early indicator that something is seriously wrong. And Buffy's wearing white. She is, and jeans. Her hair is a little different. Not yeah. it's not curly hair. No, it's not. There's just something a little, a little different off. about, especially Buffy. this Cordy thing. Yeah, it's like Buffy kind of went into just a little more work in the morning. Uh huh. The Crimped. Cordy thing, mm-hmm. that's that's cueing us to think that something's up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very yeah. subtle. So uh, she suggests that they, they go out that evening. Just the two of them. Yeah, that's another one. Uh-huh. Uh, she says that they can comfort each other. And he suggests lap dancing. Which, again, back to the beginning, that's how they're, they're just straight up and talk to each other. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it. I know other people don't like it. but Well, I, I just think it's a little overstepping it is it's a little <laughs> overstepping at the same time he is a hurting and right. dumb yes. because he's hurting <laughs> it's it's and mostly dumb i yeah, mean i don't dumb. think he means i don't think he okay I, this thing with xander he doesn't mean it the way it sounds no but so he needs to not say it <laughs> yeah. he says shit like this a lot and yeah, i think does. i think he and buffy are kind of to that point in their relationship without a love spell where he says, how about a lap dance? And she's like, yeah, I could hurt you. And then they just <laughs> right. move on. Kind of like, again, Firefly. I'm on a Firefly mode today. Um, mm-hmm. Where uh, Wash is asking if he can have money to buy Zoe a slinky dress. And right. uh, in the background, you hear Jane say, I'll pitch in. And she says, I could hurt you. And he mouths, yeah, I know. Yeah, true. So I All think right. it's more like like Zoe Jane, our buddy okay. cop. I think it's more like that, where it's just, it's out there that he's attracted All to right. her. You put it in terms of Jane, and I feel better. Because <laughs> well, I love Jane. I have, Jane is awesome. <laughs> She'll always be my hero of yeah. Canton. All right, I, I do, I feel a little better okay, about there you it. Go. But, yeah. but, but seriously. <laughs> uh, and then... Buffy gets all up close and personal and tells him that's a possibility. Xander's uh, not quite sure what's going on here. And <laughs> that must have been a hell of a spell because it's managed to do this to Buffy without curling her hair. Diana is not <laughs> to be fucked with. Diana's kind of like her, her patron saint, right? <laughs> uh, the uh, Well, she's a warrior goddess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's anybody, if there is any god 
who is the slayer god mm-hmm. is Diana. Yeah. She's that, what uh, all I'm, about. I'm going to go ahead. People are screaming and saying it's Athena. Okay. Athena is god of wisdom and war and the hearth mm-hmm. and looms. And um, Diana is all about woman power. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like- <laughs> uh, Athena was very balanced and mm-hmm. nuanced and had a lot of other shit going on and was really, really intelligent and didn't need anybody to watch out for her. Well, and, and Diana, I mean, Diana is the goddess of the hunt. She's yeah. the goddess of Sam and Dean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's the goddess of slayers. Yeah. Slayers hunt. They hunt things down and they kill them. Yes. And she- sometimes sleep with women. Not as much as they should. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm with you. Just you know, stop screaming about Athena. We'll get to her. We will. We She's will get here to her. later. <laughs> Damn it. We Shh. will. We totally will. <laughs> <laughs> but if slay if slayers if the early if the Greek slayers mm-hmm. ancient Greek slayers in ancient Greece and ancient Rome, uh, yeah. the land of Artemis and Diana respectively, mm-hmm. uh, if they worshipped a god, it was Artemis or Diana. Oh yeah, depending totally. on where they were. Yeah. Um, Buffy says that when she heard that Xander and Cordy, she says Cordy again, instead of Cordelia, mm. broke up, she was all glad about it. She keeps getting closer and closer and goes in for a kiss when Amy interrupts. And thank you, Amy. That was getting <laughs> awkward. Uh, <laughs> and Xander was about two seconds from a step over a really big line. Yeah, well, this, this is two times. This is the first of two where mm-hmm. Amy interrupts something that could have gone really yeah. bad. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. <laughs> At least two. Yeah. <laughs> in the hall, Amy tells him she's pretty sure the spell didn't so much work out. He says he knows, but he's mostly interested in getting back into the library with Buffy. Uh, <laughs> it was like giving up. Biting her eye. finger. Like, yeah. And Giles, her mind, is just reading. <laughs> yeah. So this also tells you that it's a spell. Yeah, it has nothing to do with her mind. <laughs> is out of it. Her mind right. is still reading about Angelus, and she should be paying attention. Right. But no, she's like, I'm just looking through the round window. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Amy says she'd be happy to try again since she's new at magic. Uh, while Buffy <laughs> I, bites I think her, this is more of a willow spell. Yeah, I think so too. While Buffy bites her finger suggestively, <laughs> and Amy says she thinks they should hang out sometime. This gets Sanders' attention, especially when Amy uses the same word uh, wording that Buffy did to describe her sudden feelings for him. And sad music plays for a second while Xander realizes that Buffy doesn't really want him. Uh, I, I, no sad music for you, Xander. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, he's been kind of an ass. And, and he and he tried to put a very rapey spell on Cordy. Uh, removing someone's agency and ability to consent is very bad. And yes. so no sad music. And, and we will play yeah, no. in this realm a lot. All the time. More. Yeah. This is, <laughs> Xander, Xander unwillingly stepped over this line. Mm-hmm. And everybody should have. I mean, talk about things people should have learned from and done. Right. Everybody should have learned from this. Absolutely. Particularly the one who's the most hurt by it later. Oh, you mean Willow? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Who's all about denying people their agency and uh-huh. ability to consent. At multiple times. Absolutely. After she's so mad about having it done to her. Because, God damn it. Yeah, so I mean, that's I'm going to be yelling at Willow a lot. Oh yeah, a lot. This Willow's going to get it, man. <laughs> this latest watch through, I'm like, holy shit, girl. It's bad. Yeah, and we, well, okay. we let her get away with a lot of and we're just a lot of whole bunch. <laughs> I'm upset. Well, I, I'm, I'm just going to put out there, and y'all can yell at me all you want. 
please email and yell at me because it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love good debate. Diana juice but, today. We're like, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> Diana's always been my girl. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just, I'm going to put out there that what Willow does with her magic um, to Tara mm-hmm. is, might be the worst thing that anybody does in the show. This and Angel. Yes. Yep. Like it's Wolfram and Hart wouldn't have crossed that line. Well, because it was someone who trusted her. So, uh, we'll get away with that from, with, uh-huh. from now, yeah. uh, from, from that for we'll, now. We'll scream um, about that during the episode. Because but I, but we'll... I do, it is something to keep in mind mm-hmm. during this episode because Willow is just like you said, so hurt by this. Yeah. And they talk about it like explicitly at uh-huh. the end, they talk about and it. And Xander accidentally got Willow. Willow was caught in the crossfire. What he did to Cordy was bad. Yeah. Very, very, very bad. On doing to Cordy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they had broken up at the time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were together and he did this. It doesn't make it great. It doesn't make it good. It still is very, very bad. But and her forgiveness is what allows it to be okay at the end. Right. Like, it's the fact that she's she's the one that gets to decide if it was okay or not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but some, if he had... He doesn't do this to her when she trusts him. Yeah. That's the critical part. That's true. And she probably is halfway expecting something like this. Oh, yeah. Well, she was... She was hurt. She was only hurt because she thought it wasn't directed at her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. It's all about Courtney. It is. <laughs> I so, bet she's actually a really good girlfriend. You just have to buy yeah. her flowers and make sure it's all about her, and she's yeah, great. Seriously, God, she'd be easy. She's yeah. as easy as a guy. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> and so much hotter. Uh, <laughs> uh, I could go either way. <laughs> You would totally hit it with Cordelia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Look at her, for God's sake. She's sassy. One of the best things about being a sex-positive asexual Mm -hmm. is if you're even remotely aesthetically pleasing and I'm in the right kind of mood, why not? Let's throw down. (laughs) Why not? Except for the, you know, monogamy boyfriend issue. Well, yeah. I mean, there's (laughs) a... In a theoretical universe Mm -hmm. where someone like Cordelia would even look twice at me... Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure Alex was, you know, yeah. protected oh, he in knows. this particular situation. He's, he knows. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to listen to the podcast and be like, what? This no. podcast will not ruin lives, people. No, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> I, I speak from a theoretical point of view only. However, but, you know, like that is part of the fun is that I don't actually have to be, you know, physically attracted because I never am. So it's more just like, all right. She's hot, though. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> Um, another gal student approaches, asking if Sandy would like to study with her that evening. The funny part is that she's not even sure at first if they're in the same class. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. And uh, Amy gets pissed and Xander escapes. <laughs> uh, we get a look at Xander's room for a second uh, as oh he runs in and God. shuts the door. He's I got could the same, write a novel well, about he's got this the same, room. Uh, I can't remember what the first word is. The sheep decal that yeah, was in et- Cordy's locker. Etnus or something like that. Etna something. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, 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 a it's a brand. But but, I, but interesting, Cordy said sheep later. I noticed that too. Right? So we yeah. have to see if sheep is in her locker Absolutely. another time, time. after yep. this. Because it's, it said sheep in there a few times and uh-huh. I haven't brought it up. But yeah. We'll have to see if the sheep are gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, it's it's like a teenage boy exploded <laughs> in that like, room. In in my fantasy world, Joss Whedon just like drove over to his parents' house and got all, a whole bunch of shit out of his see, old room. See, and in my fantasy world, all the writers who had teenage boys went home oh, and yeah, grabbed totally. one item from their house and brought it in and put it in. It's so great because there's like X Men. Uh, yeah, X Men. I want those posters. Oh, they're they're so cool. Yeah, like yeah, there's an Elvis statue. Yeah, with a little like yeah. a crown or a hat or something. Yeah, there's a bug it's on so the wall. Like, oh my god, and his bed this is great his uh-huh. bed hasn't been updated since he was a kid right this is a little kid bed his yep. parents never bothered to update anything right <laughs> so, it's, it's great it's such it's mise-en-scene right isn't that what it mm-hmm. called yeah. yeah yeah so good great job by the prop department as oh, always yeah. the prop Especially department for a one-off set yeah we never see this room again. the prop department on the show is so good i can't <laughs> so stand good. it <laughs> So they're telling yeah. a whole different story. They are. Like, it's the same story, but they're telling a story in, oh, in back of a story. Absolutely. So good. There's so many things we've picked up on that they are telling us so much. I mean, they're like yeah. the foreshadowing department. You yeah, know? totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he sits down on his bed and relaxes for a second until Willow pops up behind him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We did uh, wonder where she was. <laughs> where is Willow? Oh, there she is. <laughs> she's not sure why he's so freaked out. After all, it's not the first time she's been in his bed. They even wore the jammies with the little feet. Um, (laughs) He tells her about the spell and how it has rather horrifically backfired. Uh, She asks how long they've been friends, and he says that it's been so long they shouldn't do anything to change that. And Xander, please make a note of that. Willow, you too. Mm Mm-hmm. She says that friendships change all the time, with people growing apart and also closer together. He thinks that the distance that they have is perfect. In fact, more distance would be great. Uh, Willow stands up, and it's clear to all of us that she's only wearing his shirt and no other clothes. Oh dear! Yeah. <laughs> she um. tells she uh, yeah she tells him uh, she wants him to be her first, and this actually won't change so much. Uh, this <laughs> <laughs> this is a truth spell as well as a love spell for Willow. Uh, yes. It seems. Uh, he's he's hoping she's talking about baseball, and she's not so much. Uh, she, he says that it's not a matter of not finding her sexy because he does. Uh, and and he asks if Oz. Uh, she asks if Oz is in the way, but Xander. Uh, but he, but she says that Xander uh, shouldn't worry about Oz. Uh, he's nice and all, but Xander is the person she wants. Xander says that Oz it most definitely is him, and that's why Willow should go to Oz immediately. <laughs> and Willow isn't buying any of this and goes to work Not on Not so his... much with the Jedi mind tricks. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> she says Willow's a Jedi, too. Uh, Willow isn't buying any of this and goes to work on his ear. He says that uh, he doesn't want to use force. And Willow gets all kinds of vamp Willow and says that force is just fine with her. <laughs> Truth spell. Hello. Wow. Wow. Willow, you're such the, a bad girl. Damn. I can't remember where the cut goes, but it's like when it shows them both profile mm-hmm. talking... Widespread panic is. On I know. The wall I love it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, he he does. He tries to put his foot down, declaring that he's going to act like a man and hide. <laughs> <laughs> At school, which is in, obviously the next day, because Cordy's in a different outfit. Yeah. Uh, Cordy <laughs> comes in and discovers that the mean girls are back to being well, mean girls. 
Uh, she asks what the fuck she did this time. And they say she wounded Xander and they stomp off. Poor Cordelia. She's all, okay, what the ever-loving fuck? <laughs> Harmony declares that Xander is a catch all of a sudden. And how dare Cordy do something like that to him? What does it take to make you people happy? Cordy asks. <laughs> So here we're seeing, because... Okay. I love Cordy in this episode. Anyway, so oh so here here we're seeing, um, you know, like at the beginning, we, we discussed how, you know, Buffy doesn't really approve of Cordelia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talked about how, you know, Xander didn't really approve of Angel. So we're kind of seeing how Buffy might have felt if she dumped Angel just because her friends didn't like her. Absolutely. You know, like mm-hmm. that's... This is a, a legitimate thing to explore. It's a cautionary tale. It is. Yes. And and you should always just do as Buff as as Buffy. Woo. And you should always just do as Cordelia says at the end. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because Cordy is a damn hero. Yes. And making other people happy is always a moving target. Absolutely. It's a, they move the goalposts real fast on that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're willing to jump through that hoop? Oh, try this one. Try this one. This one's on fire. What about that one? Yeah. <laughs> That one, you're going to need a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Xander walks in accompanied by some funk on the soundtrack. However, the frightened look on his face rather belies the fantastic work of the lyrics in this song. He stares horrified at the entire female population of the student body, all a flutter. And some of them not female. Yeah, also staring (laughs) are the guys. Most of them are disgusted by Xander and clearly want to punch his face in, probably because their girlfriends have been going on about him. Uh, And some of them, well, not disgusted. It's it's (laughs) subtle. Take a look at the guys. I just so wish Larry had been in the hallway. Oh, I know. I would have want. I wanted to. I want to know if if this spell went just by gender and forced even the gays uh, in whichever direction, mm-hmm. or you know, if it was anybody who liked guys like Xander. It, yeah. From the look on the guys' faces, just a couple I'm, yeah, of them. I'm thinking it's anybody like male attracted. I, I think. I think it is orientation. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm gonna. I'm willing to go with that. Yep. In the for sure. Verse. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> Which means that Malo is bi. I would think so. Yeah. Well. She Vamp? calls herself gay. Vamp but... Willow is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, well, yes. I mean, we, we will talk about Willow's sexuality as it, as it relates mm-hmm. to that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, what, what, she's whatever she says she is. But mm-hmm. I mean, we disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because true. we're assholes. Um, but as far as the uh-huh. metaphors on the show go, she is coded as lesbian. Yeah. Uh, later on. Um, because bisexual is taken up by slayers that's very true <laughs> see. so yeah, yeah which is lesbians but and she's not a witch yet so she gets to be whatever exactly yeah okay uh so uh <laughs> he hides in the library and confesses to giles immediately much to his credit good job xander before giles <laughs> can respond because he's kind of amused at this point uh-huh. jenny comes in declaring that she and giles need to talk and, and hey and hey xander it's not just giles who's amused he's cleaning his glasses ripper's amused ripper is around ripper yeah, yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. ripper's making a little bit of an appearance and you can hear i don't know if i'll, I'll bother pointing it out this whole conversation because mm-hmm. it's just too funny i want to get through it oh my god but <laughs> if you if you watch giles and you listen to his accent it slips in and out just like it doesn't when Band he starts Candy to get later. pissed as soon as yeah. he realizes that his potential girlfriend is uh-huh. sucked up in this spell he goes so ripper yeah <laughs> and he continues to do so so yeah just uh-huh. watch I won't bother talking about it too much, but just watch this performance over and over. You'll want to watch this scene three or four times. 
Because it's one of the best oh my God. ever in Buffy. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, and Jenny is the MVP of this, this whole thing. Oh Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whew. Okay. So okay. she starts and by, <laughs> she starts with, hey, Xander, and does a great devil take and compliments his shirt while touching said shirt. <laughs> Still stroking the shirt, she tells Giles that she doesn't blame him for being mad at her, and she isn't going anywhere because she cares about, hey, hey. Has Xander been working out? (laughs) (laughs) Xander's doing this panic face. Oh oh my god, it's so awesome. (laughs) Jenny cracks me up so hard and steps up. (laughs) Xander's making frantic little head gestures to Giles. You see? You see? You see? And uh, Giles pulls Jenny away from Xander and puts her a safe distance away where she gives Xander the sex eye. (laughs) Uh, Giles goes off on Xander about, uh, I should say, actually, the Ripper goes off on Xander about being an idiot and fucking with love spells. I mean, word, but this is hilarious. Uh, (laughs) Xander agrees that he's an idiot while uh, while Jenny looms behind Giles. (laughs) Giles asks if Amy has tried to reverse the spell but xander says that there's a problem with that too since amy is very much affected by it and jenny offers to talk to xander alone (laughs) giles can't even with this (laughs) he points out how very bad the situation is he tells xander that people under love spells are lacking in reason and very deadly jenny plays with her sexy hair Giles says that if the entire female population has been bewitched, Xander is seriously fucked and <laughs> should stay in the library. And Jenny thinks that's a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> Giles says he's going to find Amy and see if she can reverse the spell. He has to go back for Jenny, though, and pulls her away. She makes a little unhappy noise. <laughs> no. <laughs> Xander pushes the cart catalog against the doors. He breathes a sigh of relief until Buffy opens the door away from the cart catalog and is <laughs> <out her chin. laughs> In the library memo, they didn't have the by swinging doors oh anymore, God. I guess. That, <laughs> the timing on this scene is I so know, perfect. It's so good. <laughs> Um, Buffy is wearing, as is illustrated by the saxophone that kicks up, uh, (laughs) something that, uh, while it's a tad bit more conservative than her normal attire, most definitely looks like seduction wear. She starts to open her sort of silky raincoat thing, and he stops her, all while scrambling away. (laughs) She tells him that it's a party, and invites him to open his present. He says that he would like nothing more than for this to be real, but it isn't, so he can't take advantage of her. And notice it is a, a striptease. Like he asked for. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, no lap dancing. Um, mm-hmm. well, it's not and, quite a lap dance, yeah, but it's, it's, and it's, I mean, and it's, of. and it's a very, very sweet speech. And he oh, avoids, yeah. he avoids looking at her narn, which is like eye level. Yeah. And he looks straight at her face. Yep. And he does a nice job of that. Yeah. And honestly, that kind of speech might work on a normal day, but it isn't going to work now because now <laughs> Buffy is pissed. Yes. But it does work on the audience. Yes, it, works it does. on me. We have been won over again. Yes. And yeah. back with Xander. No, it even works on me. Yeah, and, and when he's like, when he says, no, I'm twice the idiot it takes to do this with oh, yeah. Giles. The, sec- like, the second he confesses to Giles, he pretty much wins me back. Yeah. Um, and she, and, and this is so great. Sarah Michelle Geller is so awesome here. She plays it like a soap opera. She does. She, it's she so flips fucking, her hair. Her hair, she flips her hair like five times in a row. It is so fucking good. And I think she started out on a soap, right? Yeah. She so did. she's channeling like intentionally her, her soap acting. Yes. It's so good. Uh, you I know mean, who else started out on a soap? 
Nathan Fillion. Oh, not surprised. And uh, Dean from Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Jensen yeah. Ackles. Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> they make fun of it on the show, even. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she asks if this is a game to him, making her feel this way, and then rejecting her. Perhaps she's just a toy to him. Perhaps <laughs> he should explain himself before the Slayer rips out his spine. <laughs> But uh, she won't have the chance because Amy comes in defending her man. They engage in some verbal sparring about whom Xander really wants until Buffy decides to solve this the Slayer way and punches Amy in the face. <laughs> she accuses Xander, and this is a head flip. Boom! The hair flipping. She accuses Xander of cheating on her, and Amy calls upon goddess Hecate to take care of business. Hecate, by the way, is a bit of a badass. Uh, her specialties were magic, witchcraft, ghosts, and necromancy. She was known to pal around with Persephone and served as her minister. Uh, she was regarded as a protective goddess who would give daily blessings to the families who worshipped her. That's There's really quite a bit of information about her in general, and, and some of that does indeed animal metamorphosis, which we'll see in a second. <laughs> uh, she is regarded as, among other things, a moon goddess, which links her to Artemis, a.k.a. Diana, the goddess of the hunt whom Amy invoked earlier. And Amy definitely operates in a very female space, uh, reinforcing some of the theories of witches and witchcraft and production coding that we'll discuss in, at length in later seasons. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep in mind, her date for the prom was Larry. <laughs> <gasps> right? Oh. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and she's also Willow's rebound girl. Uh, anyway. She is. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, Amy stands up, calling to Hecate to work her will, and she's <laughs> bleeding a bit from the Slayer hello. But more, <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, her eyes are totally black. Uh, Xander observes, uh-oh. And I would most certainly agree. Buffy kind of just furrows her brow a little bit, because the Slayer, <laughs> Slayer's not around right now. It's, what's that do? <laughs> yeah, it's totally, it's totally what's that do. <laughs> Amy zaps Buffy with a pretty good amount of power, and it seems that all that's left of the Slayer is an empty raincoat. And yes, uh, confirmation that Buffy was buck naked under the coat. Uh, <laughs> Giles and Jenny run in. Giles is wondering what the fuck just happened, and he grabs Jenny's arm as she trots towards Xander. <laughs> <laughs> Xander is trying to figure out how to tell Giles that a witchy nuked his Slayer. One, oh, the Buffy rat. We love the Buffy rat. It's so cute. The Buffy rat crawls out of his sleeve. Uh, Amy's wondering why Jenny is there. (laughs) (laughs) And Xander asks her to please focus. I think she is focused, Xander, just kind of on the wrong thing. Uh, Amy continues to try to convince him to have some quality time uh, with her as the Buffy rat scampers off with Giles in the background searching for the Buffy rat. (laughs) And watch for this. It's hilarious. Uh, Jenny agrees that Amy should undo her spell and leave. And Amy starts insulting her. And Jenny insults her back. And then Amy starts to call on Hecate. Uh, again, as Jenny stares her down, which is pretty awesome, I gotta say, <laughs> Xander slaps a hand over Amy's mouth before the Jenny rat can make an appearance, quit declaring that she should quit with the Hecate. <laughs> he's taking this all very well. I know, he's like doing, he's he's adapting he's and, doing and, really and moving along pretty sweet, like the Zeppo. Right. Well, he's a Slayer Heart. Let's yes, not forget. He is. He is a Slayer Heart. But yeah, he does. Slayer Hearts he moves, are good at reacting in a crisis. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just kind of like keeps going with it. It's like you'll you'll find a way to end it if you just keep going. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in the hall, Cordelia finds herself face to face with the main girls, who are very mean indeed. They've actually got her surrounded. Cordy, you must learn to watch your perimeters. Uh, Harmony yells at her some more for breaking up with Xander, and Cordy offers her a mitol. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Oh, Cordy, I love it. <laughs> Harmony slaps her, and Cordy is rather stunned as the mean girls throw her around. Back in the library, Giles tells Jenny and Amy to sit and stay out of trouble for a few seconds and then says that he and Xander need to concentrate on catching the Buffy rat. I love that he calls her the Buffy rat, too. <laughs> They're closing in on the Buffy rat, and Jenny and Amy are still facing off even while sitting down, which is awesome, when Oz comes in and punches Xander in the face. And a slayer hello to you, Oz. <laughs> and, and, you know. We've now kind of like taken Xander down where he needs to be. Absolutely. He needed to get hit. He's been hit he really to get by hit. the appropriate party. Yes. We're doing better. We are. We are. <laughs> and this uh, jostles the bookcase that the Buffy rat was hiding behind and she escapes through the library doors. Xander asks why Oz punched him, kind of hurting his hand in the process. And, and Xander, you really have to ask. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, I hope you're not attracted to me. <laughs> Oz says he was on the phone with Willow all night talking her out of the Xander tree. Uh, this left Oz really wanting to hit Xander, and now he has, so that's all good then. He helps Xander up, and Xander promises that he didn't do anything with Willow. Foreshadowing signs. Giles makes adorable. <laughs> Uh, Giles makes adorable little rat calling kissy noises <laughs> to try to lure the Buffy rat. It's so cute. It doesn't work on rats, though. Just mm, I wouldn't think there. so. Nope. Uh, while Xander fills Oz in on the latest shenanigans, maybe it's not in Watcher training. To, if you're, <laughs> what to do if your Slayer's a rat? <laughs> it will be now. It will gonna be. be He's going to write that shit up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Giles is getting a little angry. And actually, what would he write up? Um, send a werewolf after her? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, he didn't fall through the problem. Find a find a werewolf. Send uh -huh. the werewolf after well, the rat. Can, he can smell her. As yeah. we find out later, he can smell people. Yeah. Yep. So that would be in Giles' write-up mm -hmm. for the Watcher Diary. Yep. Nice. <laughs> uh, Giles is getting a little angry, and I admire his restraint when he doesn't finish the if anything happens to her aisle sentence. <laughs> he tells Xander to go home and block himself away from everyone until they can figure out how to stop the spell. Amy and Jenny stand up enthusiastically, hoping... <laughs> Hoping to give Xander some one-on-one -on -one help in his room. <laughs> <laughs> Giles asks Oz to help find the Buffy rat, and Oz agrees, because that's his way. Mm -hmm. uh, Xander tries to talk to, to Giles, but he finds Ripper instead, who tells him to get out of his sight. And Xander wisely does just that before Ripper puts a dent in his kidney. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> in the hall, Xander sees Cordy getting pummeled by the mean girls. They swarm him, but he manages to get Cordy and pick her up, carrying her away from the throng. It's a lunch lady. Is that the same lunch lady from Earshot? Oh. Ooh. Foreshadowing. I think it is. Yeah. Yep. We see a lot of that lunch lady in the background. We sure do. Run around with your rolling pin. Yeah. Check off lunch lady. <laughs> <laughs> in the library, Giles is telling Amy that she fucked up the ritual and Cordy's necklace ended up protecting her. We're still thinking it was a combination of those three things. Mm -hmm. uh, but Giles doesn't know about all that stuff. Uh, he asks where she learned animal transformation. And that's a really good question. But Amy wants to know why Giles insisted on getting rid of Xander. Giles has a headache. <laughs> <laughs> Amy says that Xander needs her. Which earns a, earns a snotty kind of snort kind of thing from Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> they argue for a bit about which one of them loves Xander the bestest. And uh, Giles is just about done with this, telling him they should help him instead of making him puke on his books. <laughs> and here is where we get to the important part. Amy tells uh, 
says that Giles has no idea what she's going through, and Giles states, I know it's not love. It's obsession. Selfish, banal obsession. And there are no one-offs in the Buffyverse, and that line, an exploration of the dark side of love makes you do the wacky, is so important. It is the difference between Angel and Angelus, and it also explains the dark pit that Faith drops into after she accidentally kills Alan Finch, plus pretty much everything about Spike. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really much everything about yeah Spike. it's really important to this show and we will be coming back to this idea again and again and again mm-hmm. giles tries to explain how much danger xander is in and jenny is sneaking out of the library <laughs> <laughs> giles convinces amy to help and then upon realizing that jenny has escaped lets out a little great <laughs> <laughs> looks up at the ceiling great <laughs> Xander and Cordy run out of the school. Oh, good. Everything is... Oh, oh. There's Willow with the fire axe, which is most definitely starting to symbolize female empowerment. Yes, we're calling that the female power axe yes, right now. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the menstrual axe? The... We should call it the Diana axe. <laughs> Diana axe. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Willow has uh, many friends with her as well. Willow declares that she'd rather see Xander dead than with that bitch and is pretty much just about to cleave Xander's head in twain when uh, <laughs> Harmony and the mean girls save save him uh, and he runs off with Cordy. The Buffy rat is exploring, jumping down some <laughs> stairs and oof, it's too ador- I love rats. It's so cute. Know, it's such, really a, cute. such a smart little pumpkin. <laughs> 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 Oz is in pursuit and so is a black kitty cat who is very reminiscent of the one who was Amy's mom's familiar. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same kitty. You think that's Amy's familiar now? I so think she it's inherited Amy's it familiar. from her mom? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think well, so too. And I, I think the, the cat is around whenever witchcraft has been done. That would be my theory. Especially Amy's family witchcraft. Yes. Because we see the yeah. cat, and it's just weird to bring the cat back. I know. Big time. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a black cat. The, uh-huh. the only, only other time we have seen a black cat is in Witch. Yes. The nice kitty. And the <laughs> idea that this black cat is threatening the Buffy rat mm-hmm. um, is also interesting. If it's Amy's familiar, that's exactly what it's going to do right now. Oh, yeah. Because Amy then, wanted to kill Buffy. Mm-hmm. So, and now we don't, we don't see the, the cat after these two shots, which makes me think that the Buffy rat slayered that cat. <laughs> just punched it around. Yeah. You know, punch, just, punchy, punchy, punchy. It did not kill the kitty because nobody kills kitties ever. No. No one kills kitties. Ever. No. Never. <laughs> I am with you. Yes. But no, it, it just, just gave it a it slight It punched hello. the kitty out yeah. with its little hind footy or something. <laughs> it was like, whoop Yeah. Rats can fight, man. I think it punched her. Okay. It's punching. <laughs> punching rat. Mighty rat. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of the rats of Nim. Yeah, absolutely. the buffy rat squeaks and the kitty takes off after her xander and cordy are hoping they've lost the horde Uh, cordelia inquires who died and made him elvis (laughs) 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 oh he says he'll explain later and they run into buffy's house to hide uh joyce lets them in surprised to see them and it's cute that she knows cordy plus yeah if Cordelia has been hanging out with Buffy enough for Joyce to know her on site, that kind of makes Buffy's talk with Xander about how much better he could do even more shitty, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, Cordelia is part of her life now, so much so that Joyce, who doesn't know much about her daughter, sees her as Buffy's <laughs> friend. Cordy's been at Buffy's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's she's been at Buffy's a lot without Buffy, mostly with Joyce right, Xander. Exactly. <laughs> Totally. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, they've all been hanging out like teenage, you know, Uh teenage groups of kids do. Obviously at Buffy's house. And obviously a lot of times because Joyce is rarely there. 
Yeah. So they barge in, but Cordy does offer a, yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Joyce is wearing red, so she's not the sanctuary they think she is. It's true. Joyce wonders what happened to them and where Buffy is. Xander, I think, is about to say Buffy is a rat. But it changes it to around at the last second. Still better than asbestos. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to bring that up later, too, let me just say. Joyce says, uh, tells him to sit and tell her all about what's going on. She sends Cordy upstairs to get some bandages. And a little alarm bell should be going off right about now. Because <laughs> Joyce would absolutely go get the bandages herself in a normal situation. Instead, she tries to seduce Sander. <laughs> Cold or hot beverages. Well, Joyce, she, you little minx. She does the, the Joyce thing we see with Darla. Do you want something big or small? Uh-huh. She's like, do you want a drink? Do you want something cold or hot? Yep. And he just puts his head down. Says, oh, yeah. He, he, smacks his, he smacks his head against the counter in defeat as Joyce starts giving him a rather predatory massage. <laughs> Cordy comes back from the bathroom and declares that she's on the verge of yakking with all the cougaring going on. Joyce tells Cordelia to go back upstairs. Cordy has had just about enough of this and shoves <laughs> Joyce out the back door and locks it, telling Joyce to keep her mom age mitts off my boyfriend, former. <laughs> you go, Cordy. <laughs> she asks Xander why everyone has gone insane. He takes offense. Xander, not not the time, really, to take offense. Uh, Cordelia says the only way you could get girls to want you would be witchcraft. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Not dumb, our Cordy. <laughs> Xander almost launches into a denial, but he's no match for the truth, really. And he says she has a good point. <laughs> Behind them, Joyce breaks one of the windows in the back door and starts feeling for the deadbolt, telling Xander to let Joycey in. They flee for Buffy's room. Which, which makes me, uh, you know, just makes me think, well, you know, Joyce is a lot more sexually predatory than I expected. Well... Rip. Yeah. All so, you know, mm-hmm. fan candy makes a lot of sense. Ripper. <laughs> Twice. Twice. On a <laughs> they, uh, they get into Buffy's room and Cordy locks the door. Xander peers out the window and they both re- breathe a big sigh of relief because the angry mob <laughs> hasn't gathered outside yet. Oh, and then Angelus pops the window, grabs it, or pulls him out. <laughs> I just bust my gut every time because it's like we should be safe in here. Works in theory. <laughs> Oh, I love this episode. <laughs> and he just, he's limp all the way out the window, too. Oh, he it's, just... like, it's like a cartoonish thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Buffy rat has found a little rat-sized GoPro, it looks like, and uh, is scurrying around trying to evade the kitty. And there's a mouse trap <laughs> At the summer's home, Angelus hucks Xander off the roof and hops down. He's delighted that Xander can be his big Valentine's gesture for Buffy, since, as Drew said, Angelus is an expert in the hearts of girls. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Xander tries to kick him in the balls, and that doesn't work very well if you aren't a pissed off slayer. And uh, <laughs> Angelus try. tosses him backward on the lawn. <laughs> and it's a very nice try. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just about to bite, bite Xander when Drusilla shows up and pretty much one handed throws Angelus into a tree. Uh, Xander naturally assumes it's Buffy, although even Buffy isn't that strong, which is one of the reasons Drew is so fucking scary. She is, but he mistakes her shadow self. Absolutely. For her, for her, meaning that her that she's a shadow self. It's just our oh, little... Oh, yeah, it's a reminder. In, yeah, it's yeah. Our, our little reminder, our little yeah. in-text confirmation. Yep. 
Just yeah. like when they transitioned from Buffy's eyes to Drusilla's eyes. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just reminding us again. Yeah. Uh, very sweetly, Drew tells Xander not to fret because Mummy's here. Angelus <laughs> tries to threaten Drusilla, and they snarl at each other for a minute. And then she tells Angelus, if you harm one hair on this boy's head, Angelus can't believe this is happening. <laughs> uh, Drew says she finally found a real man. And I'm going to assume that Xander didn't pee his pants while Drew was getting all snuggly <laughs> with him. I but would have. if he did pee, I would not blame him no. even a little bit. And Angelus declares that he really must have made Drew crazy and backs off. Remember scary versus scarier? Well, here we have it. Angelus, scary. Drusilla, so much scarier. So much scarier. <laughs> oh my God. And Xander, this is, I give him so much yeah, props. It, he, it's showing, uh, it's showing early signs because Xander's been brave so far. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. this is showing early signs of the, the brave ass Xander that will eventually happen. Yes, who keep in mind, never has supernatural powers. Right. He's just a human. Never becomes right. supernatural. He's always just human. Well, and, and later on, he will do one of the bravest things ever. Yes, um, he will. And we see that even him joking in the face of this, where he's like, yeah. can we just go to coffee? How yeah, about a movie? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he thinks that's going to work. It's just like, I have nothing left. Right. I'm just going to make jokes. a joke. Like, yeah. Keep making the reflex joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drew warbles to Xander in her way. Uh, his face is a poem and she can read it. He's hoping his face has found something that rhymes with, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> She hushes him, giving him a little peck in the lips and suggests he might enjoy er- eternal life. Xander has some very rational commitment issues with that and <laughs> says maybe coffee or movie would be a better start. But Drew grabs his hair and pulls his head to the side, exposing his neck. Just as she's about to bite him and get the eternal life process started, the gaggle of girls, including Willow with the fire axe, descends on them. They push Drew out of the way and knock Xander to the ground. The lunch lady ends up on top, and Willow starts to swing the axe at his head when Cordy runs out and grabs the axe, tossing it and Willow (laughs) aside. Then she shoves the horde off of Xander and gets him back in the house. Damn, girl. Way to save your damsel, Cordy. Excellent. Exceptional work. Wow. Yes, showing that they have an equal relationship. Yes. He saved her. She saved him. She sure did. (laughs) (laughs) And so awesomely, Drew goes to the back door and knocks the whole fucking thing off its hinges, which with what seems to be very little effort at all. Oh, yeah. Just a little smack. Yeah. The gaggle streams into the house, but Drew, of course, can't hasn't been invited in and can't join them. Angelus pops up to rub that in. He sure feels safe all hiding behind that tree where she can't get him, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, Xander and Cordy are at the front door planning their next move when Joyce approaches, holding a large kitchen knife and suggesting that she and Xander end their star-crossed romance in a double suicide. Oh, they run and lock themselves in the basement, which is where the relationship officially started in the first place, so I enjoy that. Uh, they probably miss Norman Fister, the bug guy, though, since he was so easily deterred with nothing more than <laughs> duct tape. Uh, Oz is still searching for the Buffy rat, who has is probably rather hungry by now, and, and, and look, uh, she's running towards the cheese-baited mousetrap. Um, Giles and Amy are in the lab working on the reversal spell. Uh, Giles tells Amy to go first, freeing the Slayer from her ratness. Probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, Xander and Cordy are nailing the basement door shut while also sniping at each other. Uh, Cordy says that if she dies, she's so going to kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Xander says that it's all her fault for breaking up with him. Uh, uh, no, no, Xander. Uh, though at a certain point, I do start admiring your ability to escape the consequences for your bad behavior <laughs> when everyone else in the Buffyverse gets punished for having a hangnail or trying to be a really good person, as will happen to Cordelia eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander has at least figured out why Cordy broke up with him. Uh, I'd love to know when this clicked for him. Did he know it immediately? That it was because of her friends? Hmm. The spell seems extra cruel if he did, because he would have been fully aware that Cordy was already in pain and didn't want to break up well, with him. Well, I think after seeing him at the end when he's able to, you know, kind of find a middle ground with Cordy, mm-hmm. I think he realizes it while they're yelling at her when he rescues her from the gaggle. That would make sense. Because they're they're saying things and obviously being mean yeah. to her, and she's kind of he probably even overheard maybe one of the like what does it take to make you people happy kind of things. Yeah, I would say that that's when yeah he starts. To I'd, put I'd feel it better together. about that. I'm going to go with that because yeah. I, I want to feel good about Xander, so we'll go with that one. Especially <laughs> how tightly she's with her friends every yeah. time after that when she's been yeah. kind of a loner. Other times, yeah, like like it just took him a while to process, and now yeah, he's got it. Like it's yeah. just kind of clicking in. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Uh, Cordy points out, I'm not the one who embraced the black arts just to get the girls to like me. (laughs) 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 Xander snarks back, revealing the spell was supposed to be for Cordelia, not the other chicks. And Cordy is touched. Because it's all about her again. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, (laughs) it's a a bigger romantic gesture than I think she ever thought Xander would make for her. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, and the fact that it's backfired and he still is trying to protect her from it. <laughs> yeah, no you know, shit. Like, I think that means a lot. Yeah. Uh, they're about to have a moment when Joyce's kitchen knife plunges through the door. <laughs> they flee farther into the basement. The gaggle breaks through the window behind them all night of the living dead, and they're pretty screwed right now. The Buffy rat has found the yummy cheese on the significantly less yummy mousetrap. Amy begins the spell, releasing Hecate, and with a puff of smoke, Buffy is back to herself again. And how much I would give. For them to go back and do it and have, like, her, her in, you know, in Biggin. Uh-huh. And then a little, like, snap. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> she pulls the mousetrap off her ass or something. Yeah, like, God damn it. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> in the basement, Xander and Cordy are realizing how dire their situation is. Xander grabs a wrench and stands in front of Cordelia as his admirers break the door and flood down the stairs. Giles begins the spell to release Diana. The gaggle overwhelms Xander and Cordelia, pinning them to the floor of the basement. Giles drops. I know, Cordelia's like, get off, get off me. Off. Get, get off, off me. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> Giles drops Cordy's necklace into the potion. Energy flies everywhere, and the gals are all released from their Xander obsession. Buffy is naked. <laughs> Very courteously, as soon as Oz realizes this, he turns off the flashlight, and this is how a real man behaves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy crosses her arms over her chest and bids Oz, Oz a peppy hello. <laughs> she says that she's got naked problems, and he <laughs> says that that's quite the improvement over being a rat. Uh, he goes to find some clothes for her. <laughs> <laughs> In the basement, Cordy congratulates everyone and the best scavenger hunt ever. It's good cover. Oh, it is. <laughs> At school, Xander and Buffy are comparing notes. She seems to think scavenger hunt was a lame excuse. Well, fine. You try to come up with something better, Miss Asbestos Vampires. <laughs> Seriously. G- it was fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was 
fine. That's a fine thing. What else? <laughs> what else could Cordy possibly come up with That's true. to explain yeah. all those people in the basement trying to kill them? <laughs> That's pretty good. Xander's face is kind of like, um, okay. Great. <laughs> he like touches her stomach. Thanks, honey. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cute. Uh, Xander says Joyce seemed to buy the whole thing. And, and really, with Joyce, all you have to do is give Sunnydale Syndrome a clear patch of ground and it'll grow. <laughs> Buffy admires her mom's ability to repress, though it's a little concerning. And, uh, <laughs> hi foreshadowing it's yeah. nice to see you again oh yeah this, that, this does crack me up but she's like i should probably be concerned <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all will be resolved later buffy don't worry about it at the worst possible time for you by the way uh-huh. uh xander complains about how he's back to being unpopular and how willow won't speak to him either and yes xander those are called consequences Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy should also not be speaking to you, but she's much better at bottling things up than Willow is. <laughs> uh, Buffy wonders why the fuck Willow would be talking to him right now, and good for you, Buffy. Uh, he acts all put out, wondering how long he'll have to grovel, and Xander, just be happy, you're mostly immune to consequences, okay? Jenny is going to get murdered in the next episode, and it's treated like it's a consequence, uh, and all she did was side with her family for a little too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Buffy thinks at least a month of groveling will probably be called for. She points out how horrible this has been for Willow, and and seriously, also Willow, please make a note. Yeah, Willow, mm-hmm. Willow. Uh, Buffy Willow. tells him that having the actual love uh, Willow felt for Xander used for his spell was really painful for her, while the rest of them have been able to get over it. Uh, Xander, of course, is really worried about how Buffy feels about him <laughs> instead of Willow's absolutely legitimate and real pain. he is dismayed to find that everyone remembers everything and yes xander people remember this stuff most of the time including the time you remembered being possessed but lied about it (laughs) Uh, buffy tells him that what she remembers including the the lure of yummy yummy cheese that last part is just me on a normal day Cheese is awesome. I could use some cheese right now. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. Always, well, always, I mean. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, she says she also remembers that he didn't take advantage of her situation, which means he's a normal person and not a rapist, which is good. Yeah. Kudos. Which makes me think that's why we brought it up. Absolutely. Recently. and So we could actually absolve him of that. Absolutely. Although he will still face his consequence, as yes, he should. But you still have consequence, to face your consequence different than karma. Absolutely. He has to face his karma... He has to face um, Buffy's id. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which has not let it go by That's the next true. season. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, but I, w- I would put that in the firmly in the realm of karma. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it's, it's visited upon him by a, um, an unknowing source. Very true. So it's not somebody coming after him and saying, this is for Buffy. All right. That's it's, so it's a karmic thing Good to point. clear him of that. Because after he goes through the karma right. yeah, payback, you. he actually is able to grow away from that. And we never have to bring it up again. Okay. I can so, go with that. Yeah. Uh, and Buffy handles this pretty well, though. Uh, she isn't overly reassuring which is good. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't say that this makes everything okay because it doesn't, but she says there's hope for him. And as is the way with Buffy pretty frequently as in all the time, uh, she sort of acts like she's joking, but I think this is actually what she means. There's hope for him. Uh, the signs behind him suggest that he is at the crossroads between panic and opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suspect it helps a little bit with the lingering betrayal she felt about, you know, after finding that he lied about, about not being, remembering that he had a possession, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, as far as knowing, I mean, because now she knows 
that he wouldn't actually have gone through with raping her if he'd had control of himself. Yes. Um, it's a low bar, but we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes those low bars are the ones you need. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now she knows. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, obviously, because they brought it up, she was wondering. Yeah. She wondered how so much of that was, was Xander and how much yeah. was the hyena. It was sitting in there, mm-hmm. you know, even though, you know, potentially we could have also had her extrapolate from her experience of being the damsel in distress in Halloween that none of it was him. Right. Because almost none of the damsel was her. Right. But so. something like that, I mean, you've got it vivid in your face. Your friend is trying to rape you. It doesn't go away easily. Yes. Yeah, and then and then to so recently find out he lied about the whole thing so he could escape mm-hmm. having to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think we brought it up for a reason to just kind of like, kind of like to pop that pimple, mm-hmm. so and to speak. She, and it's not like everything is forgiven because obviously it isn't because there's mm-hmm. still the karma coming up. Yeah. But. She as says far she, as they're concerned, it's yeah. Good. She yeah. Buffy says. I mean, Buffy says it right there. There's hope for you. Mm-hmm. Well, Meaning just like that you are not the thing I feared. Yeah, well, and just like Buffy's the one that can forgive him for that, mm-hmm. Cordelia's the one that can forgive him for the love spell. Mm-hmm. And there's no, you know, there's the willow repercussion. But aside from yeah. that, there's not a lot of wide sweeping repercussions for the love spell. Right, because it's forgiven, and no one really got hurt. Right. Yes. <clears throat> And, you know, Willow might have, and maybe maybe she's partly upset because she's really gay and had to be all excited about being <laughs> Well, she shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't do that to her girlfriend then. Yeah, Willow, she's, see, this is, Willow has no excuse. I know. Like, none. None. Like, Xander doing it again would have more excuse. Oh, Xander could do this 50 times, and yeah. it would not be <laughs> as bad. It would not be as bad does. as what Willow does. Yeah. What Willow does is disgusting and mm-hmm. unforgivable. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Xander wishes Cordy could would also see there's hope for him, but Buffy tells him he's on his own. And she'd better be, not be snippy about Cordelia still, because Cordy fucking rocked this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buffy's shadow self stepped right in and became the hero while Buffy was a rat. <laughs> and that's really impressive, since her shadow self is human. And how artfully did we take our hero out of this mm-hmm. so Xander could have his moment of glory? Yep. And, you know, and Cordy could step in and fill in the rest. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, it was beautifully done. Just like we we shelve, in the Zeppo, we shelve Xander. Mm-hmm. Well, quote, shelve Xander from right. the real action. And that's when we were able to do this. And and in this one, we're shelving Buffy by incapacitating her. Right. Um, so something else can go on. Yep. And, and we're sh- we incapacitate her in one of the only ways we can really incapacitate a slayer. Buffy rat. <laughs> <laughs> Which and, also gives us cutest, foreshadowing. And cutest ways. Oh, yeah. And it gives us foreshadowing for what um, Amy's capable of and how she's going to get out of another situation. Poor Amy's kind and of a one-trick magic pony. magic is a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is. Well, she won't have a lot of opportunity to find other tricks. True. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. But, yeah, so, so we're able to do a whole ton of foreshadowing. For future episodes, mm-hmm. just right here. In it's a, a great very, episode. Very, very funny way. It's a great, like, really artful <laughs> episode. It's fantastic and, and hilarious. And Buffy was willing to be turned into a rat again in, in, <laughs> in Gingerbread, where she's like, she couldn't do us first. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love that. It must be kind of fun. You know? Yeah. Jeez. I'd try being a rat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cordy is with the Mean Girls and is very enthusiastically faking it through Harmony's story of some random dude and how she's third in line to go out with him. Uh, Harmony and Xander bump into each other. She, he apologizes and she goes off on him. She insults him and his mom. Oh. But Xander takes it and walks away and Cordy can't do it. Well, she, and the way he takes it makes me think 
It's true. There's truth. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And there, I mean, and we were talking about this while we were watching the episode. Cordy has obviously met his parents mm-hmm. because she's his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's too much for Cordy. She tells Harmony to shut the fuck up and then tells her she's a sheep. Harmony denies this, undoubtedly thinking she's a unicorn, but <laughs> <laughs> but Cordy is sure she's a sheep. Cordy says she's realized that she is not a sheep, and she doesn't need Harmony's approval, and she's badass and fucking awesome, and someday she'll move to LA and be a fucking hero. She'll wear what she wants and date who she wants, despite his lameness, and Harmony <laughs> can suck it. Yay! <laughs> Harmony does suck it. <laughs> she's with her little thanks, yes. Yeah. Um, but... Fucking awesome! Mm-hmm. Go, Cordy. This yes. is—I mean, this is this is a Cordy who will eventually move to LA, and this is oh, our yeah. Cordy. This is this is Cordelia, the badass hero. Totally. Who does things as heroic as Buffy? Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah. She she fills that sh- those shoes in Angel. Oh yeah. 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 Angel the series. Yes. So to speak. Yes. And uh, she goes to Xander and starts to panic. <laughs> he reassures her that everything will be fine. He says that they can even fight in front of the mean girls if that makes Cordy feel better. And it does. Yeah, see, that's, that's cute. If he if she'd come to him and mm-hmm. said, you know, kind of like if Giles and Jenny talked, if she'd come yep. to him and said, hey, my friends think I should dump you, he mm-hmm. would have been like, look, we can just make it look like we're miserable. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, but she, yeah. I mean, there was that whole thing and... um out of mind at a site where she told Buffy she didn't want to be alone all by herself and mm-hmm. all of a sudden she was and she panicked. Yep. And now she can be alone with the Scoobies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For a minute. Well, less alone. Yeah. Less yeah, alone. until Xander fucks her over. Yeah. Yeah. And Willow. And uh, Willow big time fucks her because over Because Willow could have shut that shit down. But Willow will always resent Cordy because she's with Xander even though Willow has her own boyfriend and knocked this shit off already. Well, these are real people. Sure are. Yep. So uh, should we talk about Audible real quick? I suppose we should. Yes. So uh, we're really excited about Audible. Audible.com. Yeah, I, I was already excited about Audible. because Yeah, have, that's like, true. We I are... have more than 200 Audible books uh, on <laughs> my phone. We are long-time Audible yeah, fans. I love Audible. Yeah, and our mom, too. She has way more than we do combined. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so one of the books that I would totally recommend is Neil Gaiman just came out with a new book about Norse mythology nice. read by him Nice on there. He, he narrates all of his own audiobooks. There's also Neverwhere American Gods. Uh, they're all fantastic. He's one of my favorite writers of all time. Um, so I recommend that you go check that out. <laughs> and if you want to do so for free for a month, give this a 30 day free trial. You can just go to audibletrial.com slash DCP. For Diogenes Club podcast. I spelled that out with my fingers for no good reason. <laughs> you did like gang signs. <laughs> I was like, Diogenes. Yo, yo, yo. Um, what would that be? <laughs> be DC. P? <laughs> it's like Tiger. <laughs> it's like Snake. <laughs> yeah. It's like so, some big business. If anyone wants to send us uh, a little video of how to do D. <laughs> if anyone wants to send us a video of how to do DCP you know, so we can. I don't remember P. Yeah. I don't remember P either. I mean, D's easy and C's yeah. easy. P? That's H. Fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so audibletrial.com forward slash DCP for Diogenes Club podcast. Yeah, we're, we're never going to um, advertise anything we don't use ourselves. No, absolutely not. We love and Audible. We, we love 
Audible. I we love, were super stoked about it. I love one. Audible so yeah. much. <laughs> it's the only way with all the shit that I do and all the hobbies that I have that I could actually read books yeah. anymore. Well, and I have a half hour commute now and there's a free gym at my work. So I commute early and then I work out for like an hour and then I go sit at my desk so I don't get fat at the desk. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never said anything about you. I said it about me. Um, but yeah, so this lets me listen to all the books that I feel like I'm missing out on. Mm-hmm. You know, like Norse Mythology by yes. Neil Gaiman. Yes, and uh, we are such experts in this whole Audible thing. If you if you want to email us and uh, and say your favorite genre of books, I bet we have one or several oh, totes. in our uh, in our our Audible library that we can recommend uh, by mm-hmm. genre. Uh, if you like, if you like gruesome British mysteries, I got a fucking ton I can recommend to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> if you like any his, kind of historical or stuff, history, yeah. yeah, historical stuff. We both have a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yep, sciencey stuff. Yeah, so we have lot. We've got lots. We really recommend it. We're super excited to be able to share this with you. Um, and yeah, this is a risk-free 30-day trial. You can download a free book, try it out for th- 30 days, see what you feel like, see how you like it, and just cancel it any time. So it's really low risk. Yep. Okay. So that's our spiel. Indeed. Yes. Do we have anything else to say about this episode? Um, no. I mean, I think a lot of it's going to come up in next episode. Yeah. <laughs> because there's so many consequences that are happening, and we went on all of our rants as we, as we went. Um, but yeah, it's just so much fun. Oh my gosh! If you haven't watched Buffy in a long time, watch just go one. watch this one. Just it's such a, so much fun. Like this one's so much fun that Alex actually comes into the room for his favorite bits, even though I've yeah. watched it like 15 times last week. <laughs> keep an eye on Jenny. Yeah. Jenny is so funny. She's so funny. Well, just watch that one scene and watch, first watch Xander, mm-hmm. then watch Jenny, then watch Giles. Well, the best part is she shows up in Joyce's basement at the very oh, she end. Does. No, no, she's third through the door of the she, basement. She busts ass over there. <laughs> and she's not with the group either. No. She leaves and she just like snips him out or something. She, she hopped on oh, her broom. She, she's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what a, what a great kind of swan song for jenny oh totally I mean, she's been this such a fun character and she's been, her to go out. she's been part of the group and oh, I mean, yeah. so great for giles and and just to be able to be fun for mm-hmm. a bit yeah so great and you know that giving us some levity before dropping us down pulling out our hearts perfect and feet way to do it yeah, yeah that's very nice yeah yep Absolutely. so good all right so and uh it's quite long <laughs> so thanks for sticking with us or pausing and then doing something else uh-huh. coming back. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, this is, after all, Dodgers Club podcast where all members are exceptional. I was going to say something I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We have more scotch. <laughs>